0: Podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning your podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your channel. You have the reward. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the <laughs> house. Welcome to the Movie Podcast. Presented by RMJ
1: Media. Welcome back to the Movie Pet Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. Joined as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. This week, episode 42, we are talking about 2023's Evil Dead Rise. Before we get into that, what have we been watching? What do we want to see? What we don't want to see?
2: Um. All right, so... I have watched a couple things and I did remember them and so I wrote them the fuck down <laughs> um, so I've been watching this animated series uh, I think it's called uh, captain fall okay um, so the main character family is fall and they're rich and they're loaded and they've like it's like a family of like uh, captains to ships right they're like very pompous <laughs> right? okay and, um, they've got this one son that they fucking hate. And then the other son is played by the dude from workaholics, the short little ripped one, Adam, I think his name was or something. Oh, okay. I know um, who you're talking about. I think his Adams his real name. Um, I don't, but he's the little one in fucking workaholics and he's one, he's the the other brother. He's a just total shitbag, in and it. it's fucking hilarious. It's a very foul, uh, cartoon. I I've been enjoying the shit out of it though, but it's a, it's like a mystery. Right? So he becomes a captain of this boat because this organization that you can't really tell yet if they're nefarious or if it's good because they go and they collect a whole bunch of albinos while they're out at sea. And they tell them like, Oh, we made this fucking cruise ship specifically for albinos. And okay. they, they take them and they get on this, uh, bus and then they just take them to go grind them up. And this dude like shows up and he's like these fucking fingers will be used to help protect them you know the nations around the land and shit it was it was fucking crazy i don't know but it's it's pretty good um the animation is dope the voice actors if you guys have ever watched um gravity falls there's one, one of the main characters his name is dipper and he's actually the main character of this show oh okay i love gravity falls me and chris and, and roxy have all i mean we've got gravity falls fucking prints around the house we go all <laughs> the top, um do that show rocks <coughs> justin in it too shout out um let's see here then i wa- uh kristen's been watching suits so i've been kind of watching a couple episodes of that on and off a little bit
1: i have not watched it since it was on like the first season on usa back in the day
2: usa jesus that's like UPN 45 <laughs> right? days fuck yeah.
1: came on right after royal pains oh man <laughs>
2: so wow okay uh are you sure it's that old for real yeah no because it, can- it was right around the time like
1: burn notice was going off the air
2: Oh, and that's Bruce Campbell. Yep. Um, fuck, I didn't realize that. Anyways, it's it's all right. It reminds me of uh, Mad time Men. Time flies when you get older, my friend. Yeah, dude. Especially <laughs> when you have childrens. Um, it's like Mad Men, but if you if lawyers. That's kind kind, of what yeah, it reminds me of, yeah.
1: And even the main actor kind
2: of reminds me of a fucking John Hamm. Yeah, and I and if you said that that came out first,
1: it was right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Mad Men came out the same time as Suits, I believe. Okay.
2: Um, And then Roxy and I sat down and she really wanted me to see this movie, a French film called Two or Three Things About Her. She told me that she made
1: you sit down and watch that.
2: Um, She was right. It's very harmony. Mm -hmm. Like it's even the dialogue, all of the shots and the scenes and the cuts. uh, The only thing that was super different was that, I mean, they still did long cuts on things. Yeah. But they weren't uncomfortably long. Okay, but there were still long cuts. Um, it, I think he might have been influenced by that shit. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's crazy how close it is. But I mean, I enjoyed it. The movie was good. I I need to watch it again. Uh, then we watched Leon the Professional. She had never seen that, and
1: yeah, because her and I had a conversation about that last week, and that. Uh, shit. Yeah, no, her friend. Fuck, I'm spacing on the name. Oh, Quinn? Quinn, yeah. Um said how disturbing that movie was. I'm like, well, yes and no. I'm like, she's the one that's in love with him. He's just looking for a friend. But yeah, they they put Natalie Portman in some interesting situations in that movie. Her
2: clothing, her attitude. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean the, way walk. too fucking adult. The way that she talked with her eyes. The fact the first
1: scene you see her in, she's sitting there fucking smoking a cigarette.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it was kind of fucked up.
1: But if you you think about it, I'm trying to think. She 13 when she did that movie. She didn't look 13. She wasn't that much younger than Jodie Foster was when Jodie Foster was in Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver when uh, she wasn't 18.
2: Okay. She was like 16 when
1: she a Taxi Driver, playing a prostitute.
2: Oh, see, it's been around, man. Hollywood does that shit, man. They fucking times no. fucking change. No, it hasn't, dude. It's it's worse now than it was back then, dude. It's disgusting. <sighs> but anyways, that's not the show. Yeah. Um, all right, and then I've been watching um, what we do in the shadows because that fucking show. Have you ass. seen the movie? Uh, I have. I watched uh, it first okay. before the show. Yeah. Um, that one actually has Jermaine in it one of the Mm -hmm. the producer uh from flight of the concords um but uh i i love that fucking show it's it all of them are like it all the seasons have been great to watch i've enjoyed all of them just because i love the fucking the one of the main characters i can't remember his name but he is in it crowd he's the boss yeah 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 yeah. um man i can't remember it's it's like on the tip of my tongue just because they say all their names so much in that show (coughs) but he's fucking great like he really is probably <laughs> my favorite character all of them are amazing but he
1: because, i just love the concept of like a reality tv show following right. vampires mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
2: and they're just living in just everyday they're in new york right and They're And there i believe they're in the east i Coast. believe it's new york yeah um but that one's that one's wonderful all the time um i completely stopped watching solar opposites um i don't I'm going to finish Witcher, but I don't really care to like I was so pumped for season one and just the other ones. I know that you said you haven't watched it. I'm just just stating. I'm just speaking my piece about that fucking show because I liked it. So I watched the first two seasons like over and over and over again. And I mean, the second one was, eh, but the first was just so great, man. It was it's everything you wanted in like a medieval monster hunter kind of fucking TV show. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, the witches themselves are tight because they're mutations, and most people don't survive the transition. Mm-hmm. But you give up like all of your emotions and shit, right? So that's what makes a witcher a witcher. You don't feel feelings, yeah, um, it's tight. Um, but other than that, I know I am pretty curious to check out slother House. I'm not gonna drive to Glendale to see it. Yeah,
1: when I saw it, I'm like, God damn it.
2: But that's by Jesse, so maybe I'll tell him i am like, hey dude, if you want to go see Slother House, it's closer it the to house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's yeah, that's where I'm at. What about you?
1: Saw the new uh watch the new Meg. Uh Meg two. Meg to the trench. Okay. The trench. Okay. Um it's entertaining. I'll say that. It's entertaining. estate state them in this one too? Oh yeah okay um if you love the trailer the trailer is very deceiving I haven't seen the trailer and I have maybe and I everything see you see in the trailer is all in the last third of the film so oh. they show nothing that happens for two thirds of this fucking
2: movie <laughs> okay that's a, i think that's good right um, unless it gives off like plop
1: I thought this was just like because I knew Meg was based off a novel okay. The first one. I thought this was just a fucking sequel to the movie. Just to make fucking money. Mm -hmm. No, it's actually based on... It's also a novel, which scares me. We can... Well, I'll say we can expect some. Because this movie did gangbusters with how ridiculous the movie is. It did good box office numbers. There's a total of five books... In the Meg series. Well,
2: okay. That's easy though, right? I mean, look at Jaws. I mean, you just take, it's an easy
1: concept to work with. Plus dude right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought this was where Jaws was based off a novel and they just made sequels and sequels mm -hmm. after the movie. Yeah. No, this is like, there's a series of fucking books about these megalodons. Uh,
2: Well, I know this isn't, I'm just going to say it. In the conspiracy theory world out there, like the cryptid world, I believe megalodons, megalodons are, are very, still.
1: Azot. I believe they're still out there.
2: I mean, they live in they. They survive. Dude.
1: There's so many parts of the fucking ocean that we cannot explore, <laughs> right?
2: Or that, or we don't go to. Yeah, like we, I, I, I have heard stories of there are certain parts of the oceans that we've explored and like mm-hmm. awful things have happened. So we've just never gone back. They don't really report them. You have to like find them
1: and shit. Yeah.
2: Uh, Like, Bermuda Triangle ship, but they're way different.
1: Now, we might eventually, down the road, cover the Meg series. I'm not going to go too much into it. Like I said, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. It's a good... I think it's little... Like, so many fucking movies that are being made now, it's too long. That movie does not need to be just south of two hours long. It does not need to be fucking two hours long. Way too fucking long for a movie like that.
2: All right. So, maybe... How big are the books? I guess I could listen to them while I work. Two hundred and twenty-five pages. Fuck me, running for real. So should two two hundred twenty-five pages be transcribed into two hours of film? See, that's
1: a that's a hard one because novel doesn't translate to film that way. Screen the same way as a screenplay does. I. Um, but like I said, it was a fun movie. Yeah, I'm down. it was good to see the the little girl come back. She's older now. Mm-hmm. Definitely an obnoxious teenager in this one, <laughs> but it, it's fun. Um, I did see the new Disney, uh, The Haunted Mansion. I know that you were pretty pumped for that one, dude. <clears throat> you want to talk about a fan service film? This movie is fucking fan service.
2: Thousand percent.
1: With all the complaints that fans bombarded with that abomination that was Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I
2: never saw that one, but I didn't this want to. This one it.
1: actually fits with the fucking ride. If you're a fan of the ride from Disneyland, you will love this fucking
2: movie. I've definitely heard of that. You bit.
1: have the fucking bride. You, like the main antagonist in this movie is the Hatbox Ghost. Okay, if tight. you know the history of the Haunted Mansion, you know what the Hatbox Ghost is. Um, it takes place in Louisiana, like it's supposed to, because the haunted mansion at Disneyland is in New Orleans Square. Hi. Right. So, like, it hit every fucking note that I wanted from this fucking movie. And yes, it it's goofy, it's fucking right Disney two thousand twenty three Disney bullshit live action, but it's it it's, it's fun, right? And I don't care that it's live action. Because we finally get a version of the haunted mansion that I've wanted to see, and like, there's so many nods to the fucking ride. Well, I mean, it's live action, even to the fucking death carriage. Like, there's a scene, like, literally where it just tilts back and you start.
2: Yeah, it's. I just meant like in the sense of like, um, it's goofy, but it's as goofy as you can get with live action. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because animation is so easy. I
1: love the fucking cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. You've got uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays Madame Leota. Okay. Um, Danny DeVito. (laughs) I love Danny DeVito. Owen Wilson. Like, the cast is fucking great. Um, What's he say? Oh, or oh. (laughs) I'm not going to try to do an Owen Wilson impression. But um, if you're a fan of the fucking ride from Disneyland, I definitely recommend checking out this movie because, like I said, there's tons of nods. To everything from like the the living room that they're all sitting in is the when you walk into the ride, the like the initial elevator that you go in that elongates, and they even have that scene in the movie where the room starts to fucking stretch. I'm like, fuck you. So Disney
2: was just like, look, you guys pretty much you want the fucking ride, legitimately just turned into a movie. Pretty much, yeah. And it's like when you go to a comedian work. You go to a comedian, you ask him to do the jokes that you've seen him do. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of in a way, right? Here, do a movie that is just the fucking ride. But that,
1: that's why I'm so happy that they finally fucking made this movie. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at Disneyland, most of the fucking rides at Disneyland are based off movies. Yeah. This was, aside from like Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm these were rides that eventually got turned into movies and with how much of a fan i am of that fuck, like i love horror everyone fucking you look at me you know i fucking love horror yeah i'm a disney guy i fucking like
2: do we can you 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 want to you want to see me look
1: fucking different what Walk me through the fucking gates of fucking Disneyland. You'll see a fucking my inner child fucking come the fuck out. We go all the time. (laughs) Yeah. We can just do a bro trip to Disneyland. I love fucking Disneyland. Make a
2: weekend of it. You can totally fucking go. Um, Smoke a joint on the beach. Right.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I was so happy to see this fucking like that. What was it? 2000, 2001, somewhere around there when the Eddie Murphy one came out. That movie just like. (laughs) <laughs> so fucking god awful because that was in that era where eddie murphy made nothing but bad bad movies <laughs> mm-hmm. like the adventures of pluto nash
2: yeah what was better flubber or haunted mansion
1: i have to say flubber because of robin williams
2: fair okay um no galaxy quest was actually pretty tight uh so you
1: can't you can't put that in there i'm trying to it's it's hard to describe this movie because yeah, it's for kids, but there's a lot of fucking adult shit in there, which mm-hmm. I love. That Disney's still not afraid to do that, even in this new woke fucking culture that we're in now.
2: Yeah, that's why I heard the new Peter Pan is gonna be god awful because it's got a bunch of woke yeah. culture shit in it. This had it too. We'll get. Still there, haven't but...
1: seen the new Little Mermaid.
2: <sighs> oh, Roxy said she fucking hated it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's <kinda laughs> gonna mention that today. <laughs> And I just think it's like a little on the nose. The person that I cast to play fucking Ursula is fucking Melissa McCarthy. I'm like, you get a big fat fucking sea witch, and you're gonna fucking cast Melissa McCarthy, a person that spent years and years and years losing weight. Now you're gonna fucking put her as the fat.
2: bitch That's fucked up, <laughs> right? I wonder she's like, they're like, look, we own your soul. That's why you're skinny now. Um, so poor, unfortunate souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to do this, right? Her agents are the two eels in real life, right?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Nice <laughs> reference. Nice <Yeah>. reference. Um, <coughs> I watched a 30-minute... It's on YouTube. It's a fan film funded by Indiegogo. It's called Dylan's New Nightmare. So it's a direct sequel short to 97's Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Okay. What's cool as hell is for a fan film, they actually got the actor who played Dylan in the original movie to reprise his role. And if you don't know who Dylan was from New Nightmare, he is most notable for playing Gage, the little boy who dies in Pet Cemetery. Oh, and he was also in Spawn, okay, the live action which I wish was better. It It's a fun fucking movie. Like, his acting is the best in the fucking, like, all the fucking extras and shit in it, yeah. <laughs> the acting is fucking bad. But it's a fun fucking movie. And I was just happy to see another Freddy movie, even though Robert England isn't playing Freddy. Right it's just fun to see stuff back in that vein again.
2: And it's cool to see people try to do their best version of him. You know? Oh, I love fan films. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll watch them all day. Fucking
2: every day. Like did you watch uh, that Halloween fan films.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm all over that shit.
2: <laughs> That's true. Uh, did you watch that? Uh, the weird thing about the Johnsons? Yes, I did. Okay. So how was that? <laughs> Not bad. <clears throat> yeah. Not bad. Was a was the family pretty fucked up? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I watched and I actually sent it to Roxy, so she watched it today at work. Uh, the trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, okay, all right. I am. It's excited. out, isn't it? Isn't it out? October twenty seventh. Okay, on Peacock and in theaters. So it's going to be released on theaters the same day it goes on Peacock. Um, the trailer looks fucking awesome. Again, <laughs> it it's fan service. Yeah, and that's It's good. about a guy that gets a security job <laughs> <laughs> at fucking Freddy Fozbear's Fos- or whatever the fuck the character's name is. But the brief glimpses you get to see of the characters, yeah, spot on with the fucking game. See, Spot on with
2: the fucking. Joke. And I think they're nailing it. Then, if you say that it's a movie about a guy getting a job at a place where it just happens to be this, where it's like it's just kind of about him, and then he's just kind of getting attacked, that's kind of like maybe Joker status, where it's like, oh, the, it's a movie about a guy with like you know mental problems, but if mm-hmm. it happens to be Joker. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, so I would think that's kind of the vibe i guy based off how you described <coughs> it. Um,
1: yeah, the the trailer looks fucking awesome. I highly recommend. I'm checking
2: that out. I also heard that um if you guys are anime fans, uh I heard that the One Piece um movie that they did uh is actually one of the best fucking um versions of turning an anime into a, a live action film. Oh really? And they yeah, apparently it's gotten some of the highest ratings like from fans and shit saying they're like wow, they actually they're impressed with it because i think death note they've done a couple i think they've done a couple death
1: notes See, i enjoyed Nef- i enjoyed the one where uh, willem dafoe yeah played voiced mm-hmm. Death Note. i didn't mind that i one. enjoyed the movie yeah i didn't have as but i also wasn't a fan of the fucking the anime i wasn't a the super fan novel. but i liked it right yeah I, mean, I watched it so i wasn't one of the fucking haters that was just mm-hmm. bombarding that fucking movie i'm like it yeah. was enjoyable. Yeah,
2: I didn't attack it. I'm just like,
1: like mm, you know, it,
2: I liked it, but there was a lot of things I didn't like um, that just made it be like, yeah. like some of the character choices. I was like, that's fair. Oh, yeah, that's
1: you know, fair. I mean, I like, like people that are attached to it. Yeah, I get being upset about that shit. Yeah, um, it'd be like me. <laughs> Halloween ends. You fuck with my franchise. Yeah, you're gonna see an angry Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think. I still want to see that damn uh, the Dracula one that's out. Uh, oh, about the, the boat, the last voyage of the D- Dement. Uh, Dement Demeter Demeter. Yeah. yeah, still want to see that. Um, I have tomorrow off. Still want to see fucking Oppenheimer.
2: Oh, I've heard nothing but amazing fucking things about yeah. Oppenheimer, and I want to fucking see it. I also want to see that movie. The New Mel Gibson one, I think we might have mentioned it last week about the, the human trafficking yeah. one, it's called like free, like the freedom of life or something like that. I think, or, that, yeah, something like um, that. Um, just I don't I want to see it. It's, it. it's the dude, the dude that was in it, and I think the dude was in it, the guy that played Jesus in Passion of Christ. Mm-hmm. I think he's also in that movie. Um, I don't quote me on that because I haven't actually,
1: I think it, it is him.
2: Um I don't know. I'm not sure he was he was just saying that he's he's been on movies and shit before and mm-hmm. it's taken him like years to recover from Oh you know, fuck some yeah. of the shit that he's been exposed that motherfucker
1: to. was struck by lightning when they shot passion of the Christ
2: twice right yeah have you seen how he talks yeah he talks like he's been struck by motherfucking lightning yeah, <laughs> like that dude and the thing that's even more terrifying about it is when you look into his eyes you can tell he he's seen some shit like Oh yeah, that dude was fucking like
1: cursed from taking that role. Look at his, look at his name. His initials are RGD. JC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the scene where the, he's getting fucking whipped in that movie, you can see it where the fucking chain actually hooks in where they miss the fucking plate on his back. It hooks into him and it ripped a chunk of his fucking ribs. Oh,
2: out. dude, fuck all that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, dude. <laughs> That dude went
1: through the fucking ringer on
2: that movie. He, I feel like he does that through all of his films, though. He, but he doesn't. Mm, yeah, is he retiring from acting now? If I were him, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He said that he would, if he could, take away all of the shit that he's learned mm. by sacrificing himself, and it would it would fix all of that. He would do
1: it in a heartbeat. I was like, that's. So, the other thing I did this week, um, with us having seen the trailer for the new Saw flick. Okay. uh, Went against my better judgment. I normally don't read a lot on crap. I did read because I want to know how the fuck this movie is going to work. There's going to be a lot of de-aging. Because this movie apparently is going to take place between Saw 1 and Saw 2 means everything else goes away or you know, it, it, well it doesn't go away they're just finding a way to keep jigsaw alive relevant to bring mm-hmm. him back into the story okay so they're bringing him back they're bringing uh shit uh amanda back the one that was his protege in part two and three mm. um i watched shawnee smith so i i hope it's fucking good I like, yeah i love that franchise so fucking much okay um i'm just pissed off that they're not releasing it around ho- halloween because i usually do yep it's coming out the end of september I was and it's normally good. like a weekend before halloween is when saw came out. i was like because that was every year you knew the trailer was coming out i was like it's halloween that means it's time for saw like that's what how every fucking trailer fucking started
2: Mm, so did you read about why they're not doing it the traditional way I don't fucking know
1: Bitches <laughs> <laughs> probably just try to get some little extra money <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe because there's a
2: lot of other shit coming out they're like I'm not going to compete yeah there's a lot of crap coming out a lot of fucking crap um, do we have a release date yet or a trailer or have you heard any
1: news on Blood and Honey 2 not yet I'm going to assume that's probably not going to be for another year and a half. Mm. Because, like, that literally came out this Valentine's Day. That's February April March. It's like just six yeah, months yeah, now. Okay, that's six, eight months.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
1: I'm still waiting to hear more about the Bambi, the Reckoning. Yeah, that was in my head, too. <laughs> I want to fucking... With how good <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh was, I
2: want to see that fucking movie. So... And that's made by the same dudes, right? Yeah. So that means that they're probably finishing up that one then, I imagine.
1: Before. I'm still pissed off. They haven't released on Blu-ray or anything, the mean one. Mm. It is not available to purchase. It literally hit theaters, and that's all it has been released. It's.
2: I've seen it on streaming services now. Have you? I want to say I came across it. And it was either last flex, time i checked
1: well granted is before my vacation mm-hmm. it still hadn't been released on dvd or blu-ray and again it and i'm been dying flex. to see that movie again um <laughs> i love that fucking movie sorry
2: shutter maybe maybe i'll have to check or max i i did see it and again maybe not i i fall asleep pretty hard at, at night uh, like a not option shit. So I could, I could have maybe been flicking through something. I think I saw, but no, because I feel like Roxy was there and I was like, no, she's not gonna want to sit through
1: this. I don't know. Oh, the only other movie that I'm like, part of me, I have to see it eventually. Just don't know when I want to see it.
2: Okay. The new Indiana Jones. Ooh,
1: you've already seen it though.
2: Haven't you? I haven't watched it. Oh, I have not watched it. Um, I was giving feedback on it, and I heard, I feel like I heard positive feedback. It, it can't be worse than Kingdom the Crystal Skull. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, right, and that's where everybody's bar is, and so I think that. Well, oh, that movie set the
1: bar pretty fucking low. Yeah, <laughs> unless it was. That's one kind of, of like. like hit the side. It's it's, the I just hope it. It's a good farewell to in harrison ford as the character because mm-hmm. i know he said this is the last time i'm putting yeah. on
2: yeah <laughs> so
1: he's got to either retire or
2: die <laughs> <laughs> well don't say that <laughs> i mean no, no no no, no not dying. not the not literally not in the literal like you know normal person sense oh, and i cinematic mean in indiana world? jones yeah. yeah indiana jones he's like he flies off into sunset or some shit or
1: maybe like you know what i mean
2: or that's that's how i see it maybe he's got a kid
1: And then it'll be, like, young Indiana Jones. Yeah. And ironically, that you mentioned, (laughs) dying made me think of it. (coughs) I've been watching a lot of fucking Paul Rubin shit. Paul Rubin. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I've been watching a lot of fucking old shit. Even Pee Wee's Playhouse. Dude, Dunstan checks in all day. I love that motherfucker and the fact that he's no longer with us. is sad as fuck.
2: Yeah. And he
1: was sounds like it was kind of like a norm mcdonald thing
2: he kept it on the dl <coughs>
1: very few people like his family knew and that was about it that mm-hmm. he had cancer right and because
2: that's smart you know what i mean um because then he can they can just kind of pass in peace mm-hmm.
1: and there has been a lot of podcasts out there that i listened to like i just listened to a conan o'brien needs a friend yes so he had a beautiful tribute Episode to Paul Rubens, where he replayed from. I think it was 2019 or 2020 when Paul was on his podcast, mm. and the dude was a. I use this ter- term loosely. Comedic genius. I I love the dude. Paul Ruben. Yeah. 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 Like when you think that the character of Pee Wee Herman became a kid show. If you knew what Pee Wee Herman was, was not for kids. Like if you watch his original special that he shot for HBO,
2: Mm. not kid friendly. Well, HBO uh, from the jump that already kind of tells you. When you look at him,
1: when he was in Oh, what hell was it? Cheech and Chong's next movie, okay, where Paul Rubens is playing Pee Wee Herman on stage as a stand-up act. because That's what it was, and like I said, it was not (laughs) child-friendly.
2: Okay at all huh so then he toned it down mm-hmm. that's like when gilbert godfrey was iago he had to tone it down and everybody knows him oh yeah i heard he almost didn't get that role
1: yeah i'm surprised with how fucking woke disney is they haven't fucking changed his voice in the fucking movie he's dead now it doesn't fucking matter yeah. leave him be. unfortunately people have a fucking memory that's why they still don't they literally banned replays of any Affleck commercial that his voice was on because yeah. of all that crap. What? Um, it was kind of like a Roseanne Barr thing. He made a fucking comment on Twitter and he got canceled and got fired from Affleck the same fucking day. I and know. I think Bobcat Goldthwait <laughs> had a great fucking comment about that. I was like, "Well, when I heard about Bob or Gilbert getting fired, I'm like, well." maybe they'll call me <laughs> <laughs> i can make noises <laughs> yeah
2: that's funny i bet gilbert loved that because you know he wants that shit
1: you know? oh yeah he's a fucking attention all uh, right
2: gilbert dude i've seen him just start losing the audience like when there was all those floodings or whatever happening and he just started ranting about these floods that happened and he everybody was just like oh come on man no and he just just oh, yeah, and he curls up and just, yes he did dude yeah. and it was valiant and i he man, mean i i liked and there's a there's a documentary I watched about him that was amazing. See, I, mean, I love Gilbert. comedians like that that
1: give no fucks. Yeah. They do not care. Norm McDonald was one. Yeah, Gilbert was for sure one. In, oh fuck yeah. And Bob saget ways. yeah. And now that I mentioned it, every single person I fucking mentioned is fucking dead. Yeah. That's fucking scary.
2: Yeah. I think uh Chappelle's the other one who's still speaking that kind of hard gnarly truth like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um he He definitely don't give no shit no he he knows (laughs) like he can't like he quit comedy central's number one show because he was done with comedy he Mm -hmm. just moved to his farm and grew crops (laughs) and decompressed yeah dude you got to find inner peace
2: man or in the conspiracy theory world they say that he's a clone that the, that's the reason why he's all jacked and shit is because like, you know, he, I will say
1: that motherfucker came back looking like a brick shithouse. Holy <clears throat> fuck.
2: His voice has changed and I get, I get it. He smokes, but maybe he took testosterone or something to get jacked, but no, he's not that kind of guy. Definitely. Right? I think steroids, right? That yeah, Yeah. You know, or something. But again, yeah. he's in my brain. I don't see Chappelle being that kind of guy. Right no, now. I that's agree. With it's you. like, if he's a fucking clone, it makes more sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Get into talking about Evil Dead Rise.
2: Yeah, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped. I mean, this is the first time I've seen it. So uh I've I've got some pretty interesting,
1: positive, and mixed feelings about it. Yep, do I so, disagree. So let's yeah. we'll listen to the trailer, then when we get back, we'll synopsize and discuss. All right.
0: What's sis? I had the most
1: beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was
2: how much I wanted to cut you all open and
0: then climb inside your bodies.
2: <laughs> so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs>
0: Just a little girl I asked my mother What is this, Danny? I found it. What will I be Here's what she said to me.
2: Open oh, up now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix.
1: You'd be a good mom someday, honey.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know how to lie to kids.
1: (laughs) Mom? Mommy's with the
2: maggots now.
0: Jennifer, you big break the front Time,
1: bitch. Cousins Teresa and Jessica and Jessica's boyfriend Caleb are vacationing at a lakeside cabin when a seemingly ill Jessica scalps Teresa and decapitates Caleb before levitating above the lake. One day earlier, upset at learning she is pregnant, guitar tech Beth visit her sister Ellie, a tattoo artist and single mother to teenagers Danny, Bridget, and Cassie in their home in High Rise Apartment Complex in L.A. The building is shaken by an earthquake while the children are in the basement parking lot uncovering a concealed chamber. Danny investigates it, discovering religious artifacts, brief records from 1923, and a strange book that he takes up to his room believing he could possibly sell it and used the money to help his mother the initial record details rejected efforts by a priest to research the book revealed to be one of the three volumes of the book of the dead the subsequent record reveals the priest continued his research in secret and recites an incantation that summons the demonic entities known as the denomies the building's power fails and ellie is possessed by an unseen force She returns to the apartment in a trance, menacingly threatens her family, and dies after pleading with Beth to protect her children. Beth and Ellie's neighbors help lay her to rest in her bedroom and search for a way. They find that the staircase has collapsed. The elevator is damaged, and they are unable to access the fire escape, before Ellie revives and attacks the family, wounding Beth and Bridget. Beth and the children lock Ellie outside the apartment after she pursues and massacres the neighbors. Danny then confesses to Beth about recovering the Book of the Dead, and Ellie tricks Cassie into unlocking the door before attacking her. While Danny and Beth are distracted, rescuing Cassie and locking Ellie out, Bridget becomes possessed via her wound. Bridget attacks Beth before turning on Danny and Cassie, who inadvertently impels her through the head with a broken broom handle. Beth listens to the third record to understand how to exorcise the deadites. He learns the priest failed, and his allies were all possessed. With only complete destruction of the host, stopping the deadites. Bridget revives and fatally stabs Danny, who sets Bridget on fire before dying. As Ellie infiltrates the apartment using the vents, realizing Beth is pregnant. Ellie attempts to rip the fetus out of her, but Beth and Cassie are able to incapacitate her with scissors. Ellie fails to emotionally manipulate Cassie, who accepts that her mother is already gone. Danny and the bodies of the neighbors are possessed, leading Beth and Cassie to take shelter in the damaged elevator. Ellie, Bridget, and Danny merge into a multi-limbed creature known as the Marauder and climb atop the elevator to attack the pair as the elevator falls blood combined weight causes the elevator to clone it to the ground floor, allowing Beth and Cassie to flee into the parking. The Marauder captures Cassie and attempts to behead her with a chainsaw, but Beth returns and distracts. As she and Cassie destroy the Marauder's body by forcing it into a wood chipper, Ellie's decapitated head taunts Beth, saying that she will be a failure just as their mother was prompting Beth to kick Ellie's head into the chipper. Beth and Cassie escape the building together. The next morning, Jessica goes into the parking lot to leave for her vacation when she is attacked by an unseen force and credits rule. Okay. So, this... Quite a bit different. Um, I want your before we go like through the movie itself your overall impression of this
2: all right uh my knee-jerk reaction to the film like after it was over i sat there and i tried to think i'm like hmm what would i rank this and i'm not going to give it a number right now i was thinking good do that at the end but okay the movie itself was badass okay the movie overall i i feel like the special effects were super tight all the fucking the gore scenes were tight um anything that was visceral or, or like like where any 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 violence in it was amazing right I, I fucking loved every fucking cut every slice every um just violence all of that mm. was wonderful um the only thing that in my book that's taking it down notches Um, Which for me is usually mm, a weird case, in my opinion. Usually, when I see actors go from normal to some kind of monster, possession, demon, like where they actually have to act not human, I usually think it's better. Okay. Okay. For example, I'll take the Pope's Exorcist. Okay. That little kid. Fucking. Still need to see that. That little kid was amazing in that, right? And maybe it was the special effects. Maybe it was the... I don't know. But he was fucking amazing, right? To me in this, I could have done... Almost with a a whole new cast. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, they all played well together. Um, They looked similar. I was a little confused at the beginning on some of the whatever this had another thing. The chick with the red hair. I wanted to like her so much. And I did, but I I wasn't blown away by anybody's performance, even though they were all like, when you watch it, the special effects helps them, you know, do real cool things. And you know, and the looks and everything like, it was a badass movie. But I'm just saying in my own personal opinion, I and and I'm not even I can't even throw out actors that I would prefer. Because I don't really recognize any of these people. And I'm okay with doing people I don't recognize. Yeah. I'm just saying that I could have done with a different cast. Fair. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to withhold my judgment to the end of this conversation. Because we might be. uh, (laughs) This happened multiple times on this retrospective. uh, Opposite ends of the poll on this one.
2: Uh, We're opposite on this one?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, okay. I love this movie. Like, okay. Honestly, it... Like it was I'm badass.
2: Gonna, like gonna, I said, it was amazing, I'm right? going to hold that I, statement I to fucking, the end. I, I do like the movie, right? Yeah. It was badass. If you're a fan of the film, the, all of the fucking throwbacks, all of the, all the oh, callbacks... all of the dead by dawn <clears> shit. There, there was lots of fan service. Overall, the movie was fucking badass. But I'm just saying, the only thing that's keeping it from, a, from perfection to me was was just the acting that, that, that's that's all. fair yeah
1: sorry no you're good um so the opening of this movie oh the my lakeside, god th- holy shit i think that set the tone of what you're gonna fucking watch that fucking opening scene oh my god
2: <laughs> kicked probably one of the coolest it, it's right up there with the opening scene to um a uh, uh, demon knight Okay, you know what I mean with the yeah. blow up and the shit and the introduction yeah. like but this oh my god was, was so fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And that was in my fucking notes. <laughs> 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 that was um yeah, she just fucking,
1: scalps her fucking cousin by pulling the hair off her fucking head. That is fucking brutal.
2: Uh yeah, cuts on the face was super sick. Um the strings instruments instruments is the first deadaway dead giveaway to me of their hereditary Mm. Uh, fucking and I also thought they used them in um Suspiria too. I thought. But yep. I, I know it is a lot in um Hereditary.
1: There was yeah, we'll get into it more in this one. There was definitely a lot of nods to Hereditary in this film. Oh my god, yeah. Even if they didn't realize they were doing it, they were fucking doing
2: it. Felt like they were taking inspiration from it.
1: It was a like almost the same
2: fucking. exact violin, fucking yeah. whee, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Could have been a cello.
1: Yeah. Or an oboe or something. I don't know. When you get introduced to Ellie and the family. Now, what about their acting didn't speak to you? Like the Bridget was weak. The actor that played Danny was weak. um, But I thought the actress that played Ellie and Cassie and Beth did a great job and how they introduce you to these characters I think they did very fucking well in
2: the movie. Oh 100%. Yeah, the introduction of the characters was great, right? I feel like the script was wonderful. I just um I wasn't as creeped out as I wanted to be, I guess. And it was a creepy movie, right? It was I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, Aaron, man. I, I I don't know what it is about it. And I knew that when I was when I was watching the movie, I was trying to be like, what? I guess I'm just comparing it to other shit that I've seen, and I and I'm just trying to think what else I've seen recently that I was like, yeah, that was fucking rad. And maybe just because I haven't seen a lot of movies,
0: <clears throat>
2: um, I haven't really watched a lot of like horror films like this, man. Um, I haven't seen any of the Conjuring or Insidious yeah. or like. Uh, any of that shit, you know, because or Amity Hill vo- uh, Horror or fucking Amity Hill Horror. Amity, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am dyslexic. I'm not gonna lie. Uh,
2: or retarded, yeah, something. Um You know, or like a house on fucking Haunted Hill, or okay, or I haven't seen any of that shit, right? Um And maybe I don't really have a lot of comparisons to.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but for Evil Dead movies, maybe it was just over over the top. Maybe it was just too much. Maybe that's what's, okay. what it is for me.
1: Uh, the you... eyes were cool. Yes. The contacts he use are fucking amazing. I'm yeah. Sorry. We'll get into that. Uh, my biggest issue with the script comes in this opening fucking sequence when Beth shows up at Ellie's I'm okay that the apartment complex used to be an old bank. Why was the book of the dead and these records locked in a bank vault? Uh. That makes absolutely no goddamn sense. And they don't really explain it. Cause the dude was a priest who's on the recordings. Okay. So like if the place was the grounds of an old church, like the sites of an old church that would make more sense than them being locked in a bank vault.
2: I'd have to rewatch watch it to, and listen, like, extra super fucking careful to anything that he says to see if he mentions it. But I agree, it's kind of like the Jumanji fucking okay. game where it just kind of appears in places people dump it and then it ends up places, <clears throat> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, because yeah, it was just like in a normal ass bank vault. And also, like, Jumanji, it calls to you, this fucking book, because it wants to wreak havoc. mm mm-hmm. This just does it way And back. I like that in
1: this one, it kind of calls back to the original Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, that when Danny brings the book and the records to us, he doesn't actually speak the words. Like, right. how in the original, it was a tape. Mm-hmm. Said the incantation. Incantation. If I can talk, Um, in this one it was the records, and he has to play them backwards. Yeah, like I like all the fucking. I like that too. symbology of, and I like how creepy satanic panic shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, and I saw that coming. I think we all did. What did you think of the look of the Book of
1: the Dead in this one? It's drastically different yet again. I don't think it was as good as 2013. I love the look of that.
2: Book. I'll second that. Um, but they nodded in the sense that they used the book to depict what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. But as like, and I feel like in the other one, they did the same exact thing. Yeah. They kind of showed like, okay, this is, these are the processes yep. of what this evil does, or, yeah. you know, this is what's happening next in the book, which I liked. Um,
1: My biggest, one of my biggest issues with this in version of the fucking book is what, 1981, that's 40 years, 42 years now. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the first version of the book that has teeth that bind it closed, that hold it closed. I didn't feel the, aside from Danny pricking his finger and giving the fucking book blood. That's the only reason that this book has fucking teeth. Otherwise it has no fucking purpose for that book to have teeth. Correct.
2: At all. And I also noticed, uh, I feel like that's a correlation between Hellraiser as well. Where like in order to activate the fucking the thing that is the gateway to, you know, the worlds, the two mm-hmm. different dimensions or whatever is you it requires a blood sacrifice of some sense, and that activates yeah. the bitch. Um what's the name of the fucking Hellraiser goddamn box?
1: the lament configuration
2: the lament fucking yeah. yeah um but i agree the teeth were they were vile looking you know they were violent and
1: they looked more like fucking piranha teeth
2: <laughs> they did they did look kind of shitty they were like, kind of like um i don't know
1: like, look like something you get a fucking spirits Halloween.
2: porcupine <laughs> yeah. or just quills quills there we go yep. yeah but that's I, pretty fucking
1: spot on, yeah.
2: I liked, I liked how alive it was, um, how active it was. Mm-hmm. Where it wasn't so much attacking fucking people or anything like that, or um, and the deadites didn't like feed after it. Oh well, that's really kind of more army of darkness, huh? But, um, but it was just you could tell that it was kind of conducting everything. It, it was so just a, active. That's just I think yeah. I said that word, and I love that more. You know what I mean? It was very part of it, you know what I mean? The cause, the effect, just like fucking Mm Jumanji.
1: Now, speaking of uh, not the original Hellraiser, but this is referencing the remake of Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the second movie that we've covered that stars a trans actress. Okay. The actress that plays Bridget, noticeably, I could tell was the first time I watched, I could tell it was trans. I thought both the kids were when mm-hmm. I first saw. It. I couldn't tell. The yeah, actor that plays Danny <clears throat> definitely could pass for female too. And and I feel like that they
2: complimented each other by doing that.
1: And they actually, I'll give the casting director fucking props. Mm-hmm. All these kids look like they could be fucking.
2: Hundred percent. Even the, yeah. I mean, the mom. Yeah. It, the sister. Oh fuck yeah! They, they all looked. Wait, right, it was well done. In the right. Same lineage. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was just for me their performance. <laughs> What'd you think of, uh, when Ellie gets possessed in the elevator?
2: I, they didn't, they didn't fucking snatch her. They didn't. Uh, I, I, I thought that they were gonna, once I saw the noose go around her neck and then it go around her arms and
1: her cankles and I was I like, I think it was oh. a nice nod to the tree rape, <laughs> but the, yeah, without going, like, what I'm guessing is that they thought it was like, well, this is going to be a nod. And we'll get into more nods. There's a lot of nods in this fucking movie. Oh.
2: They were being tasted. That they didn't need to fucking They're, show that again. it right. done And plus before. with, like, the, the woke culture and shit, they, mm. they, they, they couldn't put that in there. And yeah, because if you think about it, paid. this was
1: 10 years since the one we reviewed last week. Um, 10 years later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A full 100%. fucking decade.
2: Mm-hmm. And a lot has changed in a fucking yeah. decade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, I like the scene of the building in the beginning of the film when it, it's raining and shit. Um, it's just like this upward facing, I don't know why it, it I, it screamed comic book to me for some reason in okay. a way, but I just thought that that angle, for some reason, that shot just, was, it, it was loud enough for me mm-hmm. to write it down. I just really appreciated that fucking shot.
1: It was simple and just cool. You know? Um, with Ellie's possession How do you, like, what was the emotional impact? Because that's where I think, like, I give this movie mad props on this front. In a franchise that is fucking four decades now. Mm -hmm. This is the first time the franchise has ever put children in jeopardy. And killed fucking kids. Now, granted, you can argue that, well, how old were Ash and Linda supposed to be in the first movie? <clears throat> but these kids are obviously, like, not even 18. And Cassie, the youngest, maybe 11, 12. And, yeah, and then that little kid that gets killed in the hallway. <laughs> oh, yeah. It it does not shy away from the brutality. In the yeah, movie. it was tight. Um, And I, I just like the fact that, like I said, they put children's... <laughs> as bad as it sounds they put children's life in jeopardy <laughs> it made you feel for it especially since you've that fucking beth is just learned that she's pregnant and now she's coming to meet her and her nieces and nephews are in jeopardy and she has to jump into a motherly role Come i thought it was bear. very symbolic no that's tight i like that a lot actually
2: the zombie, hmm. I've seen other shit where they do put children's lives. I, okay, this is what I was trying to think of.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm just saying in this particular franchise. This is right. the first time you've ever had children's lives. In and it's also
2: the, I mean, it was the fact that the setting was in a high-rise building. I was going to ask about like that. What that, did you think about I, I like the fact
1: that they start it in the woods, in the lake. Mm-hmm. And th- before they move it to the urban right. setting. I think they did it fucking fantastic. I love the fact that it
2: was in a fucking building, right? I love the fact, and the fact that they were able
1: to isolate exactly all of this, exactly dope ass
2: fucking shit that's happening to just this thing. And then it
1: felt, you were just as isolated as you would be in the fucking woods, mm-hmm.
2: but it was in a modern setting, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you've got the fact your fact that they take
1: the fucking stairs away from them, and all yep. this crap, and right.
2: then the fucking the elevator just opens and shuts. It's like, and opens lemony, and like
1: a limini series of unfortunate events yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with demons, yeah, and child murder, right? Uh, and dude, hurt that whole um, that whole fucking scene where they're doing the uh, the cable guy. Uh, looking through oh, the damn people. I love that fisheye lens. That was so fucking sick. Yeah, I, I don't think, and a part of me made it made it feel like it was animated. Like I feel like there was some CGI in there.
1: But could you just the way they shot that and mm-hmm. how it looked? Could so you cool. imagine what that would look like on the big screen when it originally came out? Oh, dude! Like that is definitely one of those scenes that needed to be seen on the big screen to mm-hmm. fully see everything and take it in for the scope that it is. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Even though it only takes place like a very small portion of the And I think screen, that's why it was a so lackluster for me. In that I know. Small portion. I
2: know. and I think that's what it is is if I had seen it and if it was louder and I was That sitting, was hard with the like I don't know. I surround cranked that bitch sound, up to like almost 80, dude. It was wasn't Surround
1: sound mixing like, <clears throat> is so hit or miss anymore. It, mm-hmm. it has to be mixed fucking. Well, if we were on
2: standard. It was just pumping from the front speaker. Mm-hmm. At, sound wasn't by the on. end of it? Yeah. No, pretty much straight from the jump. I was just like, all right. Really? Yeah, I did it straight. Because well, I was getting
1: like yeah, well, background it'll still, sounds from the back.
2: Correct. It'll still play sounds in the background. But it, it's if the film was made in surround sound or whatever it is, and it's recorded that way on the streaming service, When you go to surround sound, the audio for the vocals comes out of all the speakers. Anyways, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, but yes, to answer your question, I did love the fact that it was in a building and I and what they had to work with was super bitch. And and when you when you are in a building like that, you're gonna see kids. Oh fuck yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact that the main character started off. So I was wondering, do you think because this seems to be a pattern in horror films with this kind of possession shit? When they, I've heard stories where when you vomit up the black shit, you're vomiting up like a demon, for example. Yeah. Okay. Now, but before that ever has to happen, they vomit up a bunch of sometimes white shit. Maybe that's their soul, right? Maybe they're vomiting up their fucking soul at first and then it gets filled with the demon possession and then sometimes they can get it back.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have to think, Yeah, none of the other ones ever did this. This is the first time that mid-possession that the real Ellie came through for two lines. Like the, it's in me. Please don't let it get my babies. Yeah, that was tight. Like, I don't have it written down, but the actress that played Ellie, she fucking killed it. Mm -hmm. Like, she... You mentioned Hereditary, the scene where they lock her out in the fucking hall and she's banging her head against the fucking door. That's straight out of fucking Hereditary. Oh, uh, yeah. Straight out of fucking Hereditary. And she actually kind of looks like fucking Tony Collette <laughs> who played yeah. fucking the mom in that movie. Um, But I think her acting was amazing in this movie. I don't think they developed her character enough. There wasn't enough time. They calmed do a lot. I mean, she's tattooing. You don't know anything about her.
2: She's though. tattooing. She dyes her hair red. She lets her kids cuss. She's like a cool mom. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Um, you know, her sister's a fucking. Okay. So we know
1: she's a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all you know about. It. And she's a mother of three. And her Who's, dude left
2: her. Yep. <laughs> and the building's getting fucking demolished. Yeah. Um,
1: But what else do you need to know? What do we know about Ash? You kind, of, And some could say that Ash was a very highly under, underdeveloped character.
2: <laughs> so it's similar. So if they, I mean, maybe they're doing the same thing. They're like, look, that's where I'm. Uh, so you think that sucks?
1: I I wish we would have known a little bit more about these characters. What does that do for you? If you know those details, tell me. Um, The fact that she's the, you want to know who this character is <clears throat> because you're supposed to care the fact that she's been possessed and is after her fucking kids. You want to know about that character with evil dead. Yeah, they, you actually get a better introduction in the first movie of Ash and Linda, just from the opening car conversation. Doesn't tell him Dick, doesn't tell Dick about the characters. Yeah, it does in the opening of the original.
2: Not enough backstory that I'm like, oh yeah,
1: man, it really enough because they fucking remade it in the second one, you get more backstory.
2: Huh. So you feel like that's not enough to be a callback to the original or just in general, right? Just in general, it's not enough backstory. No, just
1: because the fact that they're like they're wanting you to be more emotionally invested in this particular movie. Just by throwing the kids into it, which means you need to know the character. And
2: it's before. because it's the main characters, right? Yeah. Now, do you feel the same way about the sister?
1: You learned enough about her in that just one fucking scene. You, that she's a fucking, you know she's a guitar tech right off the bat. Not ready to be a mom. And what is she, what does she do? She goes to her sister, the person that always helps her through her problems okay so you know who that character is you really don't know ellie's motivation to you under, i would imagine to tell her saying?
2: sister that i'm pregnant and i need your guidance because you're already a mom
1: you know what i mean Well, yeah but to tell like her I the say, news and she never does right no she never tells anybody the de- the deadites discovered when she says, I'm going to take your soul and touches her stomach and hears the heartbeat. And you he said, Oh, two souls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like a little Scooby snack for demons. And like, uh, right after that sequence, uh, where like she tries to, a part of me thought she was going to fucking dig into the belly the first time I saw this movie. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Fetus <laughs> rip. That would be an abortion, right? Um, the the actress that played Cassie for being the youngest cast member in this movie. She is the most fucking mature in this fucking movie.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. When she's making the fucking stick baby thing. Stephanie. Oh my God. (laughs) Stephanie. When I heard Stephanie, I laughed so hard. I thought that was amazing, man. I mean, just, and that's kind of your introduction to her is her, Cutting off the head of the doll. Yeah. And then her sticking up the end of that stick, I was like, that's amazing. That's, she's got a fucking little staff yep. with a baby dome on the top of it. That was amazing. <laughs> like, that was so rad. And she was, dude, in all of her life. She was like, cool comic collect. She was emotional, when she needed to be. I mean, she did kill it. Yeah, she was she an was amazing fucking, fucking like, emotional letter.
1: support in the movie. Like, <clears throat> are you going to be a mommy, Auntie Beth? Yeah, I am. Or, when they're talking, is like, we'll get out of here. Uh, I'll get you out. I promise. I won't let anything happen to you. You'll be a really good mommy one day, at Auntie Beth. Why is that? You're really good at lying to kids. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: think that was in the trailer. Yep. <laughs> we both just kind of did that. Yeah, we've seen that before. Huh, yeah. <laughs> um, I could have done without the flop on the bed scene. I don't really know why the fuck that needed to be in there. Just
1: went the, kind of in the beginning. I love the scene where Ellie fucking. Uh, when they put her in the bathtub and she like flies to the fucking ceiling and does like exorcist crawl and shit mm-hmm. and completely falls like dead into the fucking pool. That was right. the bathtub. bathtub. Then when she comes out, the fucking mommy's with the maggots now. Yeah. Yes, it was in the trailer. I love that. That was like a- how she fucking delivers mm-hmm. it. mommy's with And the, the look in now. her face yeah. is fucking price. No, that was killer. It, it really was, man. Speaking of that, I'll say it's on point with the 2013, but this is a drastic change in the look of deadites that you're come to expect from Evil Dead. What'd you think of how they approach the the look of Ellie as a deadite in this? Like the contacts, I think they killed it. The contacts are fucking- Her
2: hair, the teeth. Oh um, yeah, and the red hair definitely- the battle damage, losing some limbs, um, the transformation of her turning into that. To me, that was like borderline the thing sort of references. But I know there's other movies where things like look. Well, it also kind of reminded me of some video games that I've played. Um, one of them is called The Forest. Monsters look just like that. Okay. Um, I think even in some of the Last of Us. There's monsters, like some of the crazy, I think, I don't know. i played so many video games all blurred, blurred together, man. <clears throat> but I think it was rad. I mean, all of the transformations, of the Dead deadites, her just tearing ass in the hallway to me was probably one of the best scenes of the whole film. Yeah. Cause that was, she got to rampage and I love, Oh, I wrote that down. So the difference between evil dead and this one <clears throat> is because they don't have a basement. The separation of the fucking, the deadite and the rest of the cast is a door, mm-hmm. but this time it's the front door yep. to their fucking apartment, yeah. which I thought was super badass. Oh, fuck yeah. And the fact that you get to look through and just watch her just fucking annihilate all the chaos, fucking neighbors dude. and shit. Get shotgun fucking blasted. When she
1: bites the dude's eye out. Yeah. And then spits I love it. It. That, it was, a that was a call out. That was a call out to
2: the original Evil Dead, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I thought so because <clears throat> uh, that's the whole Three Stooges. Yeah. Also, the Buick... Uh, I was wondering when you were in Yeah, so the, the Buick station wagon was in it, which was cool because it was a shout-out for being a Buick, but I think that the curl that plays from Shit's Creek, that's who she looked like.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think that I think that was Sam Ramy's real Buick. Was it not? I didn't see it in the fucking background. I was
1: wanting to see if you picked up on the homage. I couldn't fucking find it. The director literally went on record and saying Sam Raimi's car will not appear in this movie oh. because he thinks that that's because that car is in every fucking yeah, even the, the Spider Man, uh huh, every movie Sam Raimi has ever made, even in the in. TV shows, yeah, that car is in it because he he wanted to leave that to Sam Raimi. The homage to the Delta eighty eight. Okay, is the chainsaw? Oh, on it! The the pick the draw, they the, literally painted, painted that yeah. chainsaw the exact color of the car. They, okay. they got the fucking model paint and painted the chainsaw. Okay, so the chainsaw is the nod to his car. <laughs> did he, what, But why didn't he want to put it in this when he's done it all the rest? Why the du- break the? Because the director wanted that strictly to be a Sam Raimi thing. His movie.
2: Oh, ev- oh, okay. So, and since he, this wasn't done was by Rami, he it, produced it. Yeah.
1: But he's he like, no, that's yeah. for you to do. It. That's <clears throat> okay. for you to do. It. But he did pay not to. Oh, <laughs> I, all right. I dig that. That's fair. Um, okay. Let's talk about the nods in this movie. Um, Obvious one The Shining.
2: <laughs> yeah. The blood. The elevator. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, we got The Shining.
1: Obviously, you got the nods to the other Evil Dead movies. And Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Uh, Come get some. Yep. I love when she finally fucking says that.
2: Um, We will feast upon your souls.
1: Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah. Dead by Dawn. I was just picturing the
1: fucking deer head. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dead by Dawn. Dead (laughs) by Dawn. dawn. Um, But there's just so many fucking nods to other movies. I, I fucking loved it. It's a love letter to whore.
2: <laughs> it is. Um, when she climbs out of the bathtub, that's kinda like climbing out of the well, or maybe even climbing out of the TV, which I feel like mm-hmm. 2013 also did. cause I feel yeah. like I did write that down or mention it. It was hundred percent um shout out to whore. It was it was a kick ass film, man. Um it, it was super badass. I I, lo- I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um I never thought that like the sound we've said. Oh, f-
1: the sound design is from amazing. from the, the first low scene, rumbles.
2: The first scene I knew, I was like, "This guy did it. Yeah, this is killer." Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. the very low bass rumbles really set set the tone of what this movie is going to
2: mm-hmm. be. Well, also the difference <coughs> between 2013 and this one is when they do the the evil. Mm -hmm. This one paid more homage to the original one because the way that it sounded, whereas the other one was just kind of like a low bass growl, which I thought was tight. Yeah. Um, It was more subtle. The other one was.
1: (coughs) I think it worked for 2013, but Mm -hmm. this just felt right.
2: I was kind of thinking that that girl that you see from the beginning was going to show up later on, just like they did in 2013, how that one girl kind of haunts the girl that dies in the beginning. I thought they were going to do the same thing.
1: But they can't, though
2: uh poor kid. you didn't catch that um let's hear she goes into the water she cuts her face um and she then... can't come back okay as i play back the scene in my head that she's in right uh, this is excluding any information that they might have divulged later on in the film that i might have missed um so in when you see her, she goes into the lake and then she fucking floats up out of the lake and then mm-hmm. it says evil dead rise. And then they cut scenes. Right. So that's in the woods. Okay.
1: So but you missed one crucial thing that showed up on screen. She, that, that character does come back in the movie. The very last scene because remember what happened in the high rise takes place before what happened at the lake. The girl who uh, scalps her cousin, that's the girl who's walking to her car in the basement in the I thought she looked familiar. At. Okay, so yeah. that,
2: um, because if you notice, so right it after was Beth, a transition to,
1: okay, literally it's uh, when you first get introduced to Beth, when she's doing the pregnancy test, it says one day earlier. Oh,
2: did it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. I missed that. What the fuck was I doing? Was I writing shit down?
1: Probably. God
2: damn it. Yeah. Cotton sucking sucking, fucking
1: bitch. Okay. But I like that it was (laughs) kind of a nice bookend. It was kind of a nice bookend having it open open with the ending and end (laughs) kind of with the opening, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of reverse bookends. Um but I thought it was it was something nice to see that you've never seen an Evil Dead movie.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. And usually a Mm-hmm. Usually that'll make or break a movie. But if I see that shit in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, yeah. really, it's one of these. Hey, fucking really. Um, but you're right. Even though I didn't notice it, I didn't I didn't care. You know what I mean? It was cool. Yeah. Um, I also kind of loved the dynamic of the elevator. I as we were watching the movie, I was like, they have the shotgun. They could blow the window out, mm-hmm. and that would have just drained the blood, but that kind of leaves them fucked because they're still on the fucking floor. Whereas I love how the blood got so heavy that it made him fly down to the bottom. And I was sitting there thinking logically and I was like, well, the water would technically impact. I would think maybe like the, the, the fucking hitting the bottom like that. And then just blasting them mm-hmm. out like it did. Otherwise they would have just died. If that's the worst in blast open
1: like that, they would have just been smushed. And like, that was like That'd the have been hardest line to, to fucking hear it. when Beth finally, uh, wakes Cassie up after they emerge from the fucking blood elevator. Uh, when Cassie just looks at her aunt and says, am I dead? Am I dead? <laughs> no.
2: When I thought that when the brother was getting killed, I thought that was kind of weak. I felt his acting during that was weak
1: for me. Yeah. Some of the, like the fucking stabbed the arm. Oh my god! It looked so damn good
2: though. That was so gnarly. What about the cheese grater to the calf? You felt that shit, right? Yes. And I was like, Ricky, yo.
1: I think every single human has grazed their hand the wrong way on a fucking cheese grater. Mm -hmm. You know how that feels, lightly, and that like, you can tell that there was some pressure behind that fucker, and that thing was deep into the fucking skin. (laughs) Oh, the
2: moment it made contact, it just chunked right in. Yeah. Right? I mean, there was instant friction. Yeah. And it was just like, and the fact that it's the back of your leg, you know what I mean? When you do it with the tip of your finger or maybe your knuckle, you're like, okay, whatever. But the back of your, like, your calf? No, dude. That would suck so much ass.
1: Um, So, we've gone through all this shit. You see different levels of fucking, like, and I like the fact that they like the neighbors didn't turn into deadites until the very end. It wasn't like And they don't really explain how long
2: that transition period takes. Is yeah. it just up to the evil? Like the evil that's floating in the air because it doesn't have it says it doesn't have any and, rules. And it doesn't this is abide by us. the first time us. that
1: like how many times do they temporarily kill Ellie in this world? The oh, scissors yeah. through the fucking nose. That was so
2: <laughs> sick, and that's what I'm saying. All the violent scenes in this, yeah. were just spot on. Like, yeah. just if you're a, a you know gorehound or you just love just the the crunch, the slice, the squish, this caters okay, so to that.
1: I'm gonna jump a little bit here. Let's talk about the the elephant in the room, which is the biggest thing that people didn't matter what review i've ever read what podcast i've listened to the marauder okay what would you think of that most people fucking hated the fact that they all merged into one i thought it was kind of a cool concept especially since it calls back to something that fucking ellie says the first thing she says when she's possessed all i ever wanted. to All I want to do is cut you all open and climb inside you so we can all be one big happy family.
2: Yeah, foreshadowed in that creature. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so that's tight. Okay, I will give the foreshadow in it based off her dialect is pretty sick. Now, the execution of the monster.
1: I think it could have been done better if they went more like, because I know that that was their nod to the John Carpenter's The Thing. That's what I thought. If they would have used fucking gre- the effects that they had in The Thing, like The Thing, I think it would have been better than that CG.
2: The buildup to seeing it was type, right? The hand, or the running around in the circle, mm. around the eyes over that. It looked a lot
1: better in shadow than it did in light. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Just seeing the three together with the milked out eyes. It, it was just... I could have done without it. And also how it died, I thought was super weak. Um, the wood chipper because the evil has no limits within the human realm, within this realm. It even says in the recordings, right? So it doesn't cater to our fucking rules. Right. And just the fact that it just sat there, like a dumbass after the shit was turned on and just sat there and waited and didn't even think that, oh shit, I'm about to die. I should get because a- I just tried to kill this bitch the same way. And now the little girl, I'm standing on this thing. It just started vibrating. It's got noises, right? I'm staring at this bitch because she's got a chainsaw, but I'm still standing. There's a good, I should, <sighs> I should charge this bitch and not just sit here in front of it and just take a chainsaw to the dome piece unless she just gave up and she's like, okay, this is where I die now, yeah. right? I just, I thought that was weak as fuck.
1: No, I don't. Deserve, like, um,
2: and what did you think about the scene when they go down to the keychain? It's like, oh, we were all one big happy family, and now we're this. What did you think about that? I thought that's how they were going to end it, and I got pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I understand what they were trying to do, but I don't think it needed to be there. Okay. I really don't think it needed to be there. The ending should have focused more on Beth and Cassie as opposed to going to the photo of what Cassie has lost. And well, Beth has lost too. Lost her sister and her niece and nephew.
2: What do they, I'm trying to remember, what do they do? They just, they they walk off into sunset. No, they take, pick up the They walk off. through the fucking, the gate of the parking garage. Right, cause it's not like they're gonna go back upstairs, right? Well,
1: why would you want to go back up in that fun apartment? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, so they just walk out into the streets just covered in blood and people are all yeah, like, would, what happened? How would you
1: explain that? Right. Covered you're covered in blood. You're and holding you're carrying a, a chainsaw.
2: And there's a little girl who looks terrified as fuck and she's going to vouch for you. There was monsters. What the fuck? Yeah. Is book? Now.
1: I take, killed my sister.
2: <laughs> the idea. What if they took it up a notch? What if the whole building got dead did? and then there would See, have to I be a approach- I don't
1: think that would work. No. Where if there is a protagonist would fall on every into one of my complaints about Army of Darkness, what works with the Evil Dead is the slim cast, mm-hmm. and the fact that they were able to do it in an apartment setting.
2: Right, we've talked about right yeah, mm-hmm. hands going down, amazing. Right
1: had they tried to implement more characters like the rest of the fucking apartment complex, you're jumping into that army of darkness character where there's too much that really served no point to the fucking story.
2: I'm just thinking hypothetically, like, could you imagine having all of it would have been like the movie
1: quarantine?
2: (laughs) I was thinking like, uh, yeah, or 28 days later or Mm -hmm. something. Um, I did see quarantine. I forgot about that. And I think I watched a second one,
1: maybe two. I think I watched. There back is back. a direct-to-video sequel to it.
2: Um, oh no, I'm thinking, yeah, Quarantine. Um,
1: with a uh, Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, I think. I think. the kid from exorcism of Emily Rose.
2: Yeah, you know you're you're really bad at remembering movies.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Okay, so to answer your question about the Marauder. I'm gonna have to agree what was kinda gay. Um, like like I said,
1: I that is what most people do not like about this mm-hmm. movie, like I
2: said. And that's okay.
1: The raining blood I think the abomination was a lot better than the Marauder. <laughs> which one what's the, the abomination? The abomination was uh the final demon at the end of the two thousand thirteen Evil Dead.
2: Oh, okay. That comes
1: out of the ground during mm-hmm. the blood rain story. Th- That thing was way tight. The first time I saw this movie, I'm like, holy shit, they just merged. Fucking Evil Dead with the Blob. <laughs> Which is or Slither. If you ever saw Slither, <laughs> you'll understand what I'm saying if you saw that movie. Isn't uh, that what about plants? No. No. slither's so about aliens. Oh fuck. See? <laughs> hey. But it's a James Gunn, very, very much a James Gun movie. <laughs> okay. Um, it's got Nathan Fillion. Okay. I like Nathan Fillion. He cracks me up. Yeah. uh, He plays the town sheriff in that movie. Of course he does. Highly recommend watching it.
2: Okay. Um, Slither. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: for the most part, like, I love the, the way they lit this movie and shot this movie. Feels very reminiscent to Fetty Alvarez's 2013
2: one, mm-hmm.
1: um, and we'll, I don't it didn't have the
2: blue tint though. It didn't have the film. See, it I, didn't, I went back and rewatched. Not the, not the I blue still tint, don't but see blue tint. Not a blue tint. Blue I'm blue sorry, tint. I didn't mean to say that. But it didn't. It, and then maybe it's just how Fetty films, right? It's 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 got to be something because these see, two the
1: difference was that one was shot on 35 millimeter film. This was shot on digital.
2: Oh. And it could be something as simple as that. Film grain
1: can add a lot of texture to a <sighs> film.
2: Maybe it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, I think you're right. It's lighting. Fetty's was way tighter. Fetty's gives you way more of like a very dark.
1: But I think dust. this was lit perfectly for, for
2: this uh, film. Yes. F- for for the setting, yeah. setting. Yeah. Well, that's what's great. You have an apartment right now. Granted, they do light lose light a couple of times mm-hmm. It come back, whatever. Then they move, locations you know i were even the lighting in the elevator was tight um the lighting in the hallway was
1: perfect for the fucking chaos and the lighting they do just like
2: it allows enough amplifies
1: those fucking contact lenses for the dead eyes Mm -hmm. like
2: yeah perfectly. and any scenes that they had where it was like darkness and then there was something kind of like moving in the dark you could just barely see it i thought that was great when they i mean they they chuck her ass into something dark which obviously mm-hmm. set up um and also the stick through the mouth kind of a random tangent I thought that was really good And the little, I love the little girl did it that yeah. was so hardcore yeah
1: she went through some shit for being all I tiny would, now I have to ask this question do you think the parents brought their daughter to the premiere of her movie
2: well why wouldn't you I, I would <laughs> I mean, she filmed in it. She got my money from it. I mean, she earned, you know, and There's a lot of
1: she killed it. A lot of young actors that were in horror movies back in the day that never saw their crap until they were older. Their parents until were,
2: they were 18 yeah. or 17. Sorry. Yeah. Old enough to see it. Yeah, yeah. Or accompanied by an adult. Oh, that's a good question. I mean,
1: I guess that chick was covered. Like some of those scenes would be traumatizing to most fucking 10 year olds. Yeah, Especially like the elevator sequence when the blood's pouring down from the roof and shit.
2: Yeah, they're floating in an elevator of yeah. blood. I mean, pretty much trying to survive. Um, yeah, and she, she stabs her mom through the mouth. Was it just me or did you get Newt
1: vibes from her?
2: Um, You
1: know what I mean by Newt, right?
2: You mean Newt from Fantastic Beasts? Aliens. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, sometimes the little kitty goes through the fucking vents or whatever, did it, and I was just like, oh, no. And that was, uh, got all John McLean.
1: <laughs> I do love the fact that they, like, you obviously know Ellie's going to fucking eat,
2: kill the cat. <laughs> yeah. You know that's going to happen. I think she impaled somebody with it. That's what I saw, right? But
1: that foreshadows how she's going to get back into the
2: apartment. Mm-hmm.
1: Through the air vents. And that sucks
2: because yeah. then you know. Yeah. And you're just like, they were so safe in there forever. You <laughs> know what I mean, like, they were good. They had that door. They even, the door even gets opened up and the little girl gets tricked and she just like grabs her by the throat and is just sitting there holding her through the door. You know, I was, I, in my opinion, it kind of would have been a little badass if she had tried to pull the girl through with like maybe one or two kind of hard slams. Yeah. That could have been tight. But again, that would have been, I guess, violent. Well, no, that little kid gets thrown against the corner of the fucking hallway and just right. lays there dead as shit. Yeah. That With was the blood so, splat. Yeah, that was awesome. I can't, again, that was my favorite scene. To me, yeah, that was almost equivalent to kind of like the bus scene. And
1: I like the fact that the majority of what happens is off screen. Yeah,
2: they it, did. It, it, they leave enough to the imagination that that makes it scary Like when the
1: one neighbor comes out with the shotgun
2: that was tight (laughs) and he he kind of looks over and you know what i mean that whole it almost felt like they filmed it at a different speed
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. that's how it felt too yeah or unless it was animated maybe it was both there was a lot of cg help in that
1: a lot of post helping (laughs) because
2: it just it felt more ant like Yeah, animated, like, I don't know, theatrical, just, it was so cool. I I would love, we should, we should have stopped and fucking rewatched that scene. Because that was my favorite
1: part. Well, like when the dude that, uh, after he gets his eye chewed out, when he's looking through the fucking, when at the door, and Ellie just rips his fucking throat out that's fucking brutal. Cause you can like, you can see the flesh tear when her hand moves mm-hmm. the way they did. That is, was a nice mix of practical and CG.
2: Yeah. It's
1: the perfect blend of the two. Kind
2: of like also at the end when the, the Marauder gets eaten through the fucking chipper and mm-hmm. it just slowly peels away the layers of yeah. the skin. That was practical, right? It yep. looked like it was, Yep,
1: it was, a again, a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Um, I'm happy that unlike all the other evil dead movies and I kind of hinted at it and said, well, didn't hit it. I flat I said it. Um, that Ellie was the dead. that you're watching. Yeah. You had the one scene with Bridget and when she comes back with the fucking bag over her and shit. Um, but the fact that they don't really focus on, the other possess it's all focused on Ellie I like that I like the fact that you're focused on one 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 she's the ringleader yeah mm-hmm.
2: she's she's the mother of also like the other ones that get possessed right I thought that that was the theme of this film was that they're bringing back the mother of the deadites
1: see that that leads a very interesting question granted the original took place was made in 1981 40 years earlier 42 years earlier mm-hmm this movie could very easily be considered a prequel to the 2013 movie. That's what I was
2: thinking. Very easily could be considered. Um, because in the, which is weird because in the 2013, they only reference him, right? Mm-hmm. But even though it's like a girl who's like doing all the shit or whatever, or like there was a lot of evil, but it was, it was him. He is coming for you. He's going to get you. Right. Yeah. And in this one, it's the girl. So that would be tied if they maybe did a pre-prequel where, back and like where the deadites came from was like the king and the queen mm, but which, that, i think that was kind of the mm, point of this movie
1: okay this whole movie's sub point is motherhood yes the entire movie's plot is motherhood
2: oh and how much it
1: fucking sucks
2: <laughs> <laughs> in this sense you got these fucking things that are just like feeding off of you just draining your life soul out of you makes the man in your life leave oh what know? does she
1: call her kids uh, titty-sucking parasites.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. See? Mm-hmm. Right? Getting all, um, oh, God, like what was Jesus
1: Christ, that's fucking brutal.
2: All barbarian. Her and barbarian would be all, like, friends. Right?
1: And I like, like, like her is the fucking being possessed. She's just fucking brutal. Yeah. Constantly calling. I love the fact that you're calling her sister a fucking groupie whore all (laughs) of her yeah all
2: of her lines hands down were fucking super bitching um she was she did kill it between her and i think oh you know what that's perfect and i think that's why her and the little girl uh oh no because the sister and the little girl end up at the end um but i think that i think that you're right um she does sister did pretty good though too but if i had to rank them
1: I think the best actress in this movie is the fucking little girl.
2: <laughs> she <laughs> honestly she did so good, man. Um
1: and that's hard to the, fucking do.
2: The neighbor was okay. The dude neighbor, he was I think he was kind of a weak. He was okay. He wasn't like that. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Um
1: he was he was a good throwaway fit his character. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like just fucking cannon fodder, right? Or demon cannon fodder. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. And I like the nod back to like when they're trying to, uh, when Cassie and Beth are trying to leave in the elevator and the door just keeps not closing all the way and opening back up, closing and opening back up. It's a very quick shot that you see when Ellie's being possessed, but you forget that she dropped her keys in that elevator. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I love the fact that they call back to it. Yeah, and Cassie pulling the keys to get them away. Yeah,
2: but if that were true, then that elevator never would have filled up with blood.
1: True, true. Um, and I will say this: one thing I think they overplayed way too many times in this movie is how many times Cassie can hide underneath something. Literally, yeah. That's how a many good point. times does she crawl underneath something in this fucking movie? If they even do it again at the end when she crawls underneath the fucking car.
2: I also, yeah, no shit. I also like um when the level chooser, whatever the fucking the buttons are in the elevator, I love how that fills up with blood.
1: For, mm. I thought that was so yeah. Funny. Um And I was like, all right, all, right, all right. Yeah, when I first saw that, I, like I knew what was coming. I'm like, oh, here comes the shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and the, even before it happened, you said it was like shining much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely called out quite a bit of it.
2: Um But you know what? It was tasteful. And I respect her for that. You know what I mean? I, I It definitely would have been way tighter in the theaters. And maybe... Mm-hmm. With we uh, a the movie theater surround
1: sound? Yeah. I think... yeah.
2: Well, we get a PA system. We go out back and we stream this bitch on the side of my house. Right. It'll be tight. The neighbors would be like, what the fuck is happening right now? I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. Because I got the neighbor over here. He blasts his mariachi shit all day long.
1: No, this is going to be a very controversial statement. I think this is one of the... Visually, the most terrifying in the franchise. Yeah, the way they shot it is shit. Like this is the most terrifying. And I use that like, no, I was not terrified by this movie. No, no, no. But it's but scary. it looks fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like the way they shot it is fucking perfect. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot I would have changed with this movie. And that's uh... and that's where I'm saying that you and I are going to be on opposite opposite ends of the pole on this one. Is this one is legitimately creepy? Ooh. Where the other ones I get more okay, like slapstick. It that that's the best way I can put it. The other ones just feel slapstick. Where 2013 went more serious, this one went even more serious there was there was subtle dark humor in this movie and the dark humor was like the spitting the eyeball <laughs> out and shit like that
2: yeah i don't know man so if i was to look at the first one there's the very first evil dead that i didn't watch m- multiple times because i was like mm, I don't, this movie's like because when you when you get introduced to army of darkness first and you're yeah. expecting that and then you go to evil dead you're just like okay this is Vastly definitely. different. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's more creepy. It's more scary, mm-hmm. right? It's it's they have the terror in it, right? But again, yeah. you've got the slapstick, right, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but but it is definitely more serious, right? This one was able to take the same essence mm-hmm. of the number one's creepiness and the the terrifyingness that the idea behind Sam Raimi's creations are. And step it up with modern day kick assness and modern day um fucking shit and, and spice it up, you know? Yeah. Um, so I I agree. It is it is it is definitely the creepier one, the more terrifying one out of it, right? Mm. But it's only because the budget, the special effects, fucking, you know, modern day the Santa thing. would you say? Forty years it was? Forty two. Forty fucking damn. 1981.
1: Man. Okay. So you mentioned it. What do you think the budget was on this? And what do you think the box office was on this? Oh now do you remember what we said last week? Uh last week we said fifteen. It was seventeen point five. And it grossed ninety-seven.
2: This one's gonna be twenty three.
1: Okay. How much do you think it grossed? Sixty. Okay. This movie was shot for seventeen million. This movie made $147 million in theaters. Wow. That could fuck yeah. And it well deserved. $130 million profit.
2: Wow. Those boys are doing... And the producers are Sam Raimi and fucking Bruce Campbell. Yep. So they get that chunk.
1: Yep. This was the most successful Evil Dead movie.
2: So that means those boys threw down 17 million to make this. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, whoever helped. Well, who was the, who was the house that did this?
1: Actually, that kind of fucking surprises me. This wasn't a ghost house movie. Was it a was a Warner
2: Brothers. Warner. Oh yes. Because of, mm-hmm. okay.
1: That actually really surprises me that Sam Raimi did not have his fucking production. Production company attached to this flick. I didn't even think about that because normally that would have been right at the front end of the movie. So then they were co-producers. Well, uh, oh, they were like... the main producers. His company just didn't do it. Mm.
2: So then he was his studio, but they used his money. His money, but not his studio. Yet. Correct.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Huh. Is there anything? That you would change in this movie. And how do you think this movie compares to the previous one? 2013
2: overall. This one's better. Hands down. It was tight though. Okay. Um, I like how. I think how- this was
1: actually a more cohesive story than the other one. They tried putting too much. As much as I love the 2013 one. Yeah. They tried putting too much in a small package okay where this one i just think is fucking perfect
2: yeah the setting was so tight Uh, and but like like the 2013 one like when uh she's climbing through the wall and gets cut in the knee and it's like oh fuck like so this had that but more of it Mm -hmm. right like you said when that fucker gets stabbed in the goddamn arm yeah (laughs) oh my god and that sound for it too like you know what i mean (laughs) Uh uh-huh fuck you felt that um, all the snaps. you can
1: hear the meatiness of that fucking stat.
2: When she crouches over and you see her spine start sticking out of her back, you know what I mean. When she climbs that gave on the wall, very fucking exorcism of yeah, Emily dude, Rose. Dude, all vibes. the wall climbing was exorcist. The the floating was callback to the originals, which was Ooh. tight. I love the floating. Yep. Um, I was also wondering if they have the ability to float completely off the ground. And she got her leg cut off. She can still technically fucking float. Right, that's what irritated me. Like she, you can fucking float. You're a demon, right? So why you are not bound by our limitations? You're a fucking now. You're bound by the no. Even though you've got a physical body, you still have powers. You can manipulate this fucking dimension. Yeah. Float. Chase the bitch, right? I feel like that if the the demon was just playing, it was a game, right? If the demon was serious, everybody would have been as dead as that like almost like it just toyed with them that's what it was yeah we're gonna eat your soul we're gonna get to it you know like that's what Mm -hmm. it is it's a fucking game
1: now the scene where uh danny and bridget are like digging into ellie before they form the marauder when that was happening what in your head did you think was going to happen did you think they were going to merge into one big blob deadite not at first (laughs) Uh, let me think.
2: What was going through my head when I saw that? Because, like, she was taking it right, mm-hmm. and the pages were changing. I did like the in,
1: like the beginning of that sequence where like Danny and Bridget are like, acting like they're crying, then all three of them are laughing maniacally at the fucking uh, Cassie and Beth. It like, it just gave me the like the creeps. Just the tone of the laughs. Yeah works so fucking good yeah
2: i don't know i see that and that's
1: kind of what the acting for me
2: too is just oh really yeah um when i saw them digging into her i was like what are they gonna do right Are are think they're gonna eat they're not gonna they're gonna eat her organs because when they went running towards her they're gonna use her as a tauntaun right (laughs) well she's missing limbs and i thought they were gonna run to her and like give them her right. limbs or something because right. like that's the mother well technically so they did they did yeah <laughs> yeah but i guess not in that way i don't know i just like what what can you do with this where can you go with fucking ripping into her some kind of sad i thought they were going to sacrifice her like ripper her to shreds or something i don't know i, I don't know would you oh, like to
1: see a bruce campbell cameo on this um do you think
2: it works best with that one no because that's the rammy thing Raimi does cameos of Bruce Campbell in them. Except, like you said, in 13.
1: The post sequence, yeah.
2: Yes, that would, yeah. So, no, I think it was fine that they didn't, honestly. Um, and if he wanted to be in it, he would have said something. But again, if they were keeping the Buick out, then they're going to keep the Bruce out.
1: Fair, fair. Yeah. Like I, First time I watched this movie, I was almost sure that the Buick was going to be in that parking garage somewhere. Me too. Somewhere.
2: Or maybe I was looking on the fridge. You know what I mean? Or maybe like a fucking for sale sign. That's why I some... made the smart ass
1: comment last week. On, Let's see if you can spot spot the car. In yeah. <laughs> next week. Um, I bet you weren't looking for a chainsaw.
2: <laughs> Wait. In the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, didn't they also do, wasn't there kinda, some kind of weird shout out on the chainsaw? On one of them.
1: Oh, yeah. the To the shout out to the third one. It was a, this saw his family. Um,
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, when the, okay. When the, when she's being terrorized, when the sibling is blanketed and it's like flying around, like a ghoul and shit, that gave me Frightener vibes.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can see that.
2: Um, Also, it was kind of like a callback to the whole wearing a, cheat over you and being a scary ghost right but this was real and it yeah. had like blood like all you know Michael Myers
1: shit from Halloween 1 oh my <laughs>
2: god even again the fact that he fucking he, he took time to cut to whole. fucking put that shit on yeah. like this and just, put the glasses oh. over it and you know what I mean for somebody that's so soulless he's fucking hilarious <laughs> right he drives a car
1: can't I get your ghost Bob <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes yeah, and then the
2: fact that he totally rocks all those babies in the sequel.
1: Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in October. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so since we pretty much cut, we did cover. Was there a soundtrack in this fucking movie? I didn't hear much music. Just very little. Subtle. Or ve- yep. And really what fucking Danny's DJing in this fucking room? Yeah. That's about it. Like the, the score was very, very subtle in this. Yeah, I didn't hear
2: much. It wasn't enough where I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Like this is a dope jam mm-hmm. or anything. It was just, cause you were just so enthralled by what the fuck is gonna happen next. Exactly, dude. like the They're fact stuck. that there's
1: no- Where do you go? Amp, it's just more ambient, mm-hmm. ambiance music score, I would say. Right. But the fact that you don't notice that it's not there tells a lot about the fucking movie.
2: Yeah. And I and that's why I brought it up is you like I said, you were so enthralled in the movie. What's gonna happen next? You're Mm -hmm. they're stuck. You know what I would have been like, okay, everybody get all their blankets and all the sheets. We're gonna we're gonna try to see if we can fucking prison escape out of this bitch, right? Right. Because they were probably like what four stories up? Yeah. Or were they higher than that? Were they at the top one? I think they were on six. Okay, six sounds
1: right. Because the girl Jessica, from the beginning and the end. She was on the fifth. Okay, so, yeah.
2: I think they could have had enough blankets to get down. But then what, right? So, like, let's say they get out. Now the fucking monster is up there, and it's going to see, and it's going to jump down, and then it's going to chase them through the fucking town. And then the the whole idea between it being harnessed, you know, just quarantined on that top floor, was just so, I don't know. I, that was because it was modern and this is a modern day movie i didn't hate in the sense of like modern shit right because yeah. they held it to just and I, that's why i liked it if they had in, introduced like more outside society bullshit even though there, this was very like you know mob, woke and or whatever there was a lot of current shit in here that it's just like whatever you didn't you don't have to put that shit mm. in there. does it does it make it worse no but does it Make it better? No, not it doesn't doesn't have any effect on it, but it just, you know, this the And I like the so fact apparent? that they
1: utilized shit that happens in LA, like the earthquakes. Yeah. And shit like that. Um it was little on the nose that the whole staircase collapsed, so they have no way to go down the stairs. That was a little bit far fetched to me. That only one floor of stairs <laughs> disappears.
2: Did they ever get into that one building or that one room that they, they multiple characters are nope. trying to get into?
1: Nope. Never one.
2: Cause she was going to shotgun it. And then mm. that's when another something shows up and she had something showed up. and she has to. That's
1: when, uh, they start forming the Marauder. Uh, yes,
2: correct. Oh yeah. Cause she blasts off the arm and the leg mm. and shit. And then from there. Yeah, exactly. But even that's, she, she could have blasted open then. Right. Let them attack that bitch. They're, they're they're distracted. Okay, they're doing something. Blow open the fucking door. Get the fuck out. Do whatever the hell you got to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, but maybe and leaving I, it a mystery was tighter.
1: I just I'm just kind of curious about this. I'm <laughs> I'm not poking holes at the plot in this movie. Uh, um, what parking garage has a wood chipper in it? <laughs> you didn't even think about that
2: it was conveniently placed wasn't? at random <laughs> yeah that was absolutely conveniently placed
1: what's in this parking garage well there's three cars and one wood chipper <laughs> and just so happens to be a chainsaw down here as well <laughs> yeah I'll, a lot I'll, of lumberjacks going on in the parking garage oh one
2: thing that i wanted to mention um <laughs> well it's an italian parking garage <laughs> um one thing i did want to mention was also i thought that it was kind of cool how creepy looking the speakers were that were playing the fucking recording on them too i thought that added to it as well because you just can they made them they were menacing looking like just kind of old
1: creepy and i like the fact that they legitimately go out of the way to show that once it starts the incantation it doesn't stop he cannot stop the lightning bolt thing was kind of gay
2: i thought that 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 the whole on the nose that was gay as fuck it should have maybe done something different like he should have been Like harmed in a different way. Mm -hmm. The lightning bolt was like, what? What the fuck is this? Right? You know what I mean? Like short circuit or something. I don't know, but it was like highlander electricity.
1: Okay, so we're gonna do. We're still gonna talk a little bit about this, but I want to get to the rankings a little bit here. As a movie, what do you rank it out of ten? And do you recommend it?
2: As Mm, okay. So as a movie, as a horror movie, mm-hmm. it's, it's perfect. Right? As a horror film, someone who is a horror fan, and again, this is more your genre than mine. And I'm being learning to this and I'm seeing what's out there and shit. I like this movie was badass, right? It, it definitely kicked ass. Again, I, I just for me, it was some of the acting, the lines were great. Um, everything else was wonderful. Um, I do recommend this film 100% from a horror aspect and not horror aspect. (laughs) I want to give the movie a 10 so bad, but because the acting and how long was the film?
1: Hour 47.
2: Okay. That's perfect timing, right? And
1: it did not feel like it was a fast hour 40. I
2: wasn't wasn't looking forward to the end Mm -hmm. um, because in my brain, I was like, how are they going to end this? And you're not looking, you're not
1: watching the time.
2: No, not at all. I didn't I other than writing down shit, I was mm. trying to be as attentive as fucking possible to yeah. this movie. Um I know that there was a line in it that neither of us could fucking make out and I we almost should have fucking rewound it and turned on the captions. Yeah. To see what cuz it was a tight line, right? Whatever mm. the fuck he says at the end. Um like I wanted to give it a 10, but again, it was just the fucking acting. Um knocks it down to like Mm. The the one chick was so good and so was the girl, but just e- the, everybody else was just not for, not for me. Uh, that's, that's fair. But.
1: Now, where do you rank this in the Evil Dead franchise?
2: And that's kind of where I was trying to go, right? When we were talking about the creepiness of the first one, right? Why I don't watch it that much because it is, it's, it's more of a horror film, right? Mm. Um, I love it. It's a great movie. Um, this took that and made it what, like it, it could have been right. It's like, it's, it's, it's big brother, right? The, this is fucking evil dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was, what does evil dead rise? What does that mean? Right. Cause when I think rise, you almost See, think that's it's like the I'm beginning. Thinking, like,
1: you can play that. This is a prequel. Yes. But it's a play on words evil dead in a high rise oh for real yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah oh it's a play on words mm. but it does can very easily be construed construed as, as a, a prequel
2: 100 prequel. i thought it was a prequel i honestly because i'm my brain works the way that it does i didn't realize oh no because i didn't see that whole one day later or whatever the fuck mm. i thought that blonde bitch was the blonde chick from the beginning of the 2013 one.
1: Oh okay yeah, like.
2: Um, but you asked me a question, and I need to answer it. In the ranking
1: of the franchise, where would you put it?
2: It's an Evil Dead film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it definitely
1: th- three out of the checks off all the check the boxes that the, you need for an Evil Dead movie.
2: There's five of them, right? Yep. So three are and two aren't. And technically, the third one or Army of Darkness in a lot of brains aren't are actually considered evil dead. So there's four. So let's take out army of darkness.
1: No, you put it in there. Okay. Remember, there's no right or wrong answer.
2: There. Oh, I know. But this, cause like this movie rocks, right? You know what I mean? But I, I love army of darkness, mm-hmm. right? Do yeah, I, I do I love this movie? I've only seen it like once, right? But do I love it as much as I, cause like I said, I've been telling people army of darkness is my favorite movie since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do I love it as much as Army of Darkness? No, because it's, it, it's, it's different. they are two different no, I fucking movies, right? Um, but again, I have respect for Evil Dead one and I have respect for Evil Dead two. This pays amazing homage to both of those and it fucking kills it in every aspect. It, it takes any and every expectation that you could possibly want for an Evil Dead film. And it, it, it does great except for the abomination at the end, the fucking monster thing, you know, that thing was kind of gay. Um, and so for me, some of the acting is shit, it's tight, but I'm army of darkness is always going to be my number one. And then if I had to go from number two, um, this would go to, and that's kind of fucking crazy to think about. Right. Cause I, I like the newer ones more, you know what I mean? Just because you got the special effects that you want, mm -hmm. right. And you get the gore and the sounds. You know what I mean? The first two, he had such a shit budget, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he was just a boy making right. fucking cool movies, right? Um, But he started a legacy.
1: So you, oh, you have to pay respect me. to that, right? Yeah.
2: So, I don't know.
1: See, me? Mm. I, lo- I love this movie. I've watched it at least 10 times since it came out. Oh, I believe that. Um, If not more. As a standalone movie. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 because I love the visuals. It does everything I want from a horror movie. Um, I wish I could have seen this in theaters because this would have been a great movie to people watch. It'll come back. And just to watch people in the crowd, see Mm -hmm. how they react to it. I gave it a 9, by the way. I don't think I number ranked it. But as far as in the vein of the Evil Dead movies... From number one to worst, I have to go 2013's Evil Dead 2. This is tied with the first Evil Dead, for third, and then mm-hmm. Army of Darkness. Okay. I'm going to go back to what I said in the Army of Darkness podcast. That's the first Evil Dead movie I saw ever. I right. watched them ass backwards. 100%. <laughs> And I love that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. But it's a comedy. It's not a horror movie. This is a fucking horror
2: movie. Through and through. And
1: that's what I want.
2: One of the gnarliest ones too out there. Yeah. Yeah. It earned every fucking penny.
1: It didn't shy away from touchy issues. No. Especially like with the whole. I'm surprised they didn't go there. That the sister was going to lose the child that she was pregnant with. I actually uh, now granted, chances are she might miscarry with how she's being thrown around throughout the movie. But <laughs> that's neither here nor
2: there. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> or all of that stress, right? You know, what I mean, she would have yeah, that that little fetus is hella dead, right? Um, oh my god, what if like they gives birth to a deadite? They yeah, no, they pan out and they do like a double pan, right? They do this, they end it the way that they ended it. And then they also flash to her, like doing this and then looking up and then like the, the, the the evil was her baby inside her baby. Right.
1: That would be a movie right there. Evil dead infant. (laughs) Evil dead inside. (coughs) Evil dead nursery. Evil
2: dead, (laughs) evil dead preemie. (laughs) Uh, you, uh, evil Dead prenatal. <laughs> I mean, technically, the probably the easiest way to eat their soul is from the inside. So it could just sit there and munch on that bitch That's slowly. Very true. Very
1: true.
2: Um, it's like an alien, like a little ch- chest person Oh, also the fucking scene, um, where that creepy ass Jesus just comes the fuck out that of is nowhere. Scary fucking. That was crucifix. terrifying, right? Oh my!
1: And it's, again, why is it in a fucking bank vault? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: And honestly, I, I kind of wish that one of his fucking crown spikes was gonna just fucking impale her right in the dome piece. Right, that thing was scary as shit. Uh, and out of nowhere, see, and that's the thing is like the bank vault thing that has all that stuff in there. The guy who was in the woods somehow it made its way from. And keep in mind, New York has upstate New York has woods. Um, but the original evil that was this is L.A. though. Um, in this movie. Oh, fuck me. I thought they were in fucking uh, New York.
1: No. They're oh. in LA. Hence the earthquake. Well, there's... The Lakers sticker.
2: Yeah, my bad. There's forests and fucking... Oh, yeah. And shit. So... How'd it make its way to the city?
1: it didn't really say what part of the See, city. See, that's the thing. Did it start in the city before it goes to the woods? Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't make to the woods until the... A day later. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot to think about with this movie. Um,
2: I also thought they were going to shred the book. So that way it couldn't harm I, other like people. the fact that they implement
1: on the third record or fourth, depending. I'm not sure exactly how many total records there were because the sister was listening to them backwards. Um, they literally said the book cannot be destroyed. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Because that's the only reason in my brain that they were going to have to go back. I thought that's why she got the chainsaw. And I'm
1: happy that this is the first movie that actually says that the book cannot be destroyed.
2: Okay. Yeah. If I had caught that, because I thought that's the only reason in my head, that's the only reason she would need the chainsaw. Now, like 2013, they
1: implied that it can't be destroyed when they tried burning it and it doesn't burn. Right. But this one literally flat out tells you.
2: Yeah. Book and that's out. tight, you know? I I love how the old timiness and on the record and it just going and the fucking speak. That whole scene was great. Mm-hmm. It it, get, it freaks you out. Like, it starts getting you, like, fucking holy shit. And that's shit. what
1: makes me think, like, granted, it's 40-some years after the original, but where this feels like a prequel to the original, or at least a prequel to the 2013 one, is... The first one is like artifacts, like from the, like the, eight, the late seventies, early eighties that they find And this one, these records go back to the 1920s.
2: Right. And they don't say anything about disassembling them or yeah. cutting off their heads mm. or fucking burying them or none of that shit. Right. It yeah. says these things are on the fuck stoppable. Yeah. You can't kill these things. They yeah. will hunt you forever. And then he's like, and then
1: they're just going to get you. Like even when fucking uh, Cassie puts Stephanie through fucking Bridget's fucking head, yeah, wasn't the it brain stops though. her momentarily. Mm-hmm. But even if it was the fucking like, aside the- from complete of ev- like they flat out say it, complete evisceration is the only way to kill these things, the only and that's what they, they do, right? but it still didn't kill him. The evil is still out there as you saw at the end of the movie.
2: Well, because the evil is in essence inhabiting a fucking three dimensional human body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an evil energy.
1: Do you think there'll be a sequel?
2: Well, they left it open. Right. So let's think about it. It goes with, it, 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 it got the girl, right?
1: Yeah. It, it's, the girl that scalps the cousin at the beginning of the movie, okay, is the one that it possesses at the end of the movie. So what that leads into, into the, the beginning, beginning, of of the movie. yeah.
2: Okay, so because I love the character design of that chick that came out of the water with those cuts underneath her eyes, I thought that was so
1: fucking dope. And the fact that I like they implement uh, like the, like they, foreshadow of that with the drone about the decapitation it's like well it wouldn't be a real decapitation we'd just mess you up pretty good
2: yeah and I like the fact that she
1: just grabs the drone and like slams it right into her fucking face mm-hmm.
2: and it, the way that it looked on her was just so and fucking how fast tight. like it just
1: flings her into the fucking lake. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah she wanted to be yeah she made a choice um, so then if they did make a sequel it would be the rest of the beginning
1: of this movie yeah, it would have to be a direct sequel to this movie. It,
2: it would have, have to be. just lead straight to her leaving the fucking parking garage, you know, uh, while having to get through it, right? Or oh, no, she's got a button, so she can open it, and she leaves, and then she goes and meets up with her friends, and she's like, oh my God, guys, I just saw the, like, the scariest-ass shit, and, I, you know, and she's all freaked out or whatever, and maybe she just, like, chills out, and it just lays dormant inside of her until they go to the woods, right? And then once they go to the woods, it then... All of that should happen, and then we get to see the chaos and terror that happens in the woods, and then that would be like an actual real Evil Dead too. Yeah,
1: like I don't think a sequel should happen anytime soon. Give it, they just made so much. Give it some breathing time. But yeah, that's where I'm going with it. With how much success this movie has, if they don't make another one, they're stupid. Yeah, or maybe they're not. Made gangbusters.
2: Yeah, but or maybe they're just like okay. This is a good way to That's end this swan song. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's a horror film, and it, because it is a fucking legend, like it is, it, they'll never be. It'll never end.
1: It can't, right? I don't want it to. You know,
2: nor do I. Right?
1: <laughs> they could, they could be making these movies for another forty years. I'll still fucking watch them yeah. when they come out.
2: Just like they will with, I'm sure, at Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> Jason, Halloween, Halloween, Chucky. He's still fucking around. Um, and the cool thing is, we've gotten awesome new things like Terrifier. You know what I mean? That's that one is that that one set some some boundaries. Like that that was that one in theaters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it Mm -hmm. it up it fucking up the up the bar? Like, hey, bitches, this was in
1: theaters. Like,
2: would you like to see
1: an unrated cut of this movie? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't hate the film. I'm surprised they didn't actually fucking release one. I don't
2: hate the movie, right? So like, yeah. I like the movie. I I will hype this film all day and every day. It's just not a ten in my book. That's right. That's, that's okay. F- that's perfectly you know what I mean? fair. That's yeah. perfectly fair. Um, but it's it's fucking it's killer as shit, dude. I I would love to see this in the theater. I would love to go to a con and fucking meet the people and shit or whatever. Well, oh. that, that makes sense because I don't give. I don't like the actors, so I can't. Well, because I'd like to meet the main chick. She would be tight. Um. But I thought that she was gonna be. I don't know. Yeah, good film. I recommend <laughs> it, dude. I really do. I, oh yeah, that's Absol- a Absol- fucking. That's good. a Halloween watcher. Like if you're, oh yeah,
1: this is definitely one I'd probably watch every year.
2: Be like yo, people. Like hey guys, you guys, you like you like Evil Dead? Yeah, have you seen the new one? And they say no. But like dude, you need to. You need to see this movie. It's fucking. Like, I think this so is a sick. good
1: move to watch back to back with the 2013 movie. 100%. I think it. They vibe perfectly together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Where, like, the uh, the first two... Oh, maybe not the first two. Two and Army are great back-to-back watches. Okay. This one in the 2013 would be great back-to-back
2: watches. Right. But again, I feel like we both kind of agree behind the idea that one and this are similar.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I... I like the fact that as the newer ones go, they step farther and farther away from the zany comedy. Mm-hmm. They're subtle comedy, but it's one hundred percent trying to be serious, right? I feel
2: like most of the comedy was just paying respect because mm-hmm. most of the shit that was actual real written dialogue, like the tiny little one liners that are the comedy in this, yeah, subtle, right? Oh, Gives very you very subtle. It helps break up the terrifyingness that's happened. Because, like again like you said if we were in the theater and all the quote unquote funny parts that weren't actually lines from other movies it does, it 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 fits its its purpose perfectly it because oh, yeah. those scenes were right where something scary was it reminded me of like Jurassic Park where the little boy goes like i threw up right like it's like this little it like breaks the tension of you know this fucking yeah. terror that's happening right now
1: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. If this got re-released in theaters, would you go see it? We'd have to. (laughs) Because,
2: because like I didn't, I, I, the last one, I got three jump scares. Okay. This one, I had one slight one and I don't actually, it was at the end. It was the only one that I, but everything, Mm -hmm. because, and again, and if it was a surround sound or whatever, if again, That's where I'm thinking the
1: differences between this one mm -hmm. and the one that you got the three on. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that fucking 2013 movie, but 90 percent of the jumps that that movie got right it wasn't were based on sound exactly. It was and I'm autistic mix. as shit,
2: and I I am an autist. I need audio as mine thing. But that still, to me, wouldn't justify the acting for me, right? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but again, I would totally see it in the theater in a heartbeat, dude. Like. In a fucking heartbeat. And again, we have a projector. We could take this oh, speaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. my this amp. That thing is, oh, wow. yeah we could plug it. I have a half stack in my fucking garage. You want to get oh, crazy? Yeah. We could fucking plug that bitch into that, and then throw on the projector on the side of the house. And I've got the the big projector screen, so we don't have to have like the house house. Um, and we could we could True. do it for real. True. Um, so <laughs> maybe maybe that's that would be kind of tight, right? Maybe in October, it'll be cool enough to where maybe we take this bitch outside and we watch the movies with people over, um, outside during Halloween time. I'm down. I think we even talked about that initially, but this thing is way more easier to move.
1: Oh yeah. A lot more mobile (laughs) Mm -hmm. and
2: just easy to plug in and and it's, it's good to go. Um, we could totally
1: do that. Um, so we mentioned it briefly last week that obviously this is the end of the Evil Dead Retro. Yep. Um now we're going to jump into sci-fi. I'm not going to give the in- all the lists again. I'm going to keep those a secret right now. But next week we are going to be talking about the Steven Spielberg classic Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. And it's been a hot minute since I've seen that movie. Yeah, easily. A long
2: fucking time since I've seen that movie. A decade maybe longer
1: yes somewhere actually probably right around there for me too about 10 years um like I said it's a classic fucking movie and
2: how's the how's the beat go
1: oh or something <laughs> <shit> like that <laughs> okay I'm hearing it now in um, my head <laughs> now granted we're starting off with a family friendly movie Trust me, that's not where it's going to end up. <laughs> We're going to have an interesting few weeks here.
2: You know us. We like to do some fucked up ones. So for <laughs> doing sci-fi, we got to do one that's kind of fucked up.
1: And by kind of, that means really. <laughs> yeah.
2: Our kind of is your really. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, but uh, this was this was fucking killer ass movie. Um, I want to say thank you all for listening. Um, good to be back again and cranking these motherfuckers out. Um, I do want to give a little bit of a shout out to my boy, Chris. Uh, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his own podcast out too, uh, that's doing badass. He's just kind of out there interviewing people and he's trying to hear their story and shit. it's, it's inspired, you know, kind of some of my mentality of how I've been doing this, you know, we've been doing this podcast yeah. and, and kind of how, I've been thinking about future things about what I, what I want to do and stuff so um his is called i believe it's uh hits from hits from the streets from streets of the professor you can find it on most streaming platforms i just i want to put on blast because that dude's giving me a lot of love just in fucking oh, fuck yeah. um he's just such a good dude and i i support everything that he does and everything that he represents man he is he is one of those dudes who is for the greater good And I can't not put someone on blast who was like that, dude, because that's, that's how I live, man. He, he is only here to help, dude. I mean, fuck, dude, he used to be a firefighter for fuck's sake, dude. Like that's, you know, you're giving yourself up, you know, to go risk your life to help people, man. And he was volunteer, so it was like the gnarly ones. Oh, wow. So, um, but, uh, yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, (laughs) take some time out of your day. Uh, if you really kind of want to change a pace and step up your horror film game again, now I haven't seen like *Insidious* or um, and you know any of like other horror film movies that might kind of be about hauntings or possessions and shit. But seeing this one before, I've seen any of those, they have big shoes to fill because this movie oh, was tight yeah. as fuck. Um, so yeah, take time, matter day to go see this bitch for sure. If not, you know, maybe see, feel good, you know. Ryan was saying he wants he went and saw Haunted Mansion and he likes Hocus Pocus and all kinds of just other feel good films that are awesome. Uh Witches was great too. I remember oh, yeah. Witches. Yeah. <laughs> uh Roll Doll. That one was <laughs> borderline terrifying. That's like you take It's a
1: terrifying movie for a fucking child. <laughs> what was the
2: movie with the mouse? Ralph, little little Oh. Uh, um, it was maybe Jamie Fox. Sh- no, it was Jamie Michael Lee, J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Little Stewart. Stuart Little. Stuart Little dyslexia, yeah. but with yeah. witches <laughs> towards the end. Um, but yeah, you know, take some time. Watch a movie. Maybe see it by yourself if you were feeling like, you know what, you need some time to just recharge and go see a movie by yourself. Do that shit. You know, go do it. You don't need other people to make you happy. Go go generate your own happiness. You need you. Go do stuff for you and fucking go see a movie, man. Talk to them. Talk to people about it. Go see it with people I don't give a fuck. Just go watch movies. Um, Thank y'all for listening. We'll catch you next time.
1: Yeah, I want to thank thank Seth, of course, as always, for (laughs) bullshitting for a couple hours about a movie. Um, For you all out there, if you want to join the conversation, email us at moviepitpodcast.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Questions, comments, whatever. If we get them, we will read them. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> but you have to send them
2: <laughs> we also we're going to have some more we're going to start adding I think some more am I allowed to talk about it we're yep. going to be adding some shit to the show maybe some segments or something just more stuff more movie content right mm. fun facts shit that's going on more that's just rants about the shit that we've been watching we want to give you guys more shit about movies because that's what the fuck we're doing we just you know let's talk about them and tell you about them teach you
1: let, let us preach <laughs> so again educate. thank you for listening every week thank you for the downloads especially I know I've said it the last couple of episodes I really want to appreciate the downloads that happened while we were down the month and plus that we were gone yeah that blew my mind
2: I didn't know I that was appreciate
1: happening. the hell out of that
2: <laughs> I didn't know that and he's very right that shit was crazy I mean, I'll—I'll I'll be honest. A couple of them were me, but not as many as that were happy. So, <laughs> you're right. Thank you, guys. That's so sick. Yes. Tell people, please do it, man.
1: Yeah. Share it if if you like what you hear. Share it with others. If you don't like what you hear, share it with others. Yeah, <laughs> for, for exactly. We're the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Uh, but definitely tune in again next week when we talk about close encounters of the third kind. Oh, yeah. And as always, until next time, kiddies.
0: Thank you for listening to this The Movie Pit movie review. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Come back to the Movie Pit podcast each week for a new movie review. Produced by Ryan bruiser Johnson and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.